On this episode of the Star Wars Time Show, the guys fawn over the latest Baby Yoda collectibles while also lamenting how lazy and dumb they are for ignoring recent Star Wars comic book runs. They then talk some tross by way of new behind-the-scenes assets before talking about recent updates surrounding Project Luminous. Thanks to superfan Greg Bird, they also riff on a few Mando Season 2 announcements courtesy of IgerCon. Finally, they wrap with a discussion over George Lucas's Star Wars Underworld, more Duel of the Fates concept art, and of course, the top five Star Wars fan artist features of the week. Cue the music. Welcome back to a brand new episode of Star Wars Time Show. And yes, I'm trying to work on my intro because I agree with some of you. It sounds like I'm coming through your fucking stereo system. Sometimes I get animated when Nick and I hit the go button. That's right. We run this thing on a go button, which used to be an easy button, but those have since been retired. So as you heard, we got plenty of stuff to talk about. You know, no movies, but we know that. But there, there's other things. There's things to speculate on. There, there's things to sit there and him and haw and be like, well, it could have been this. Star Wars could have been that. So we're going to, you know, kind of fall into the type of conversations we've been having the past few weeks ever since the Star Wars cinematic universe went to bed. All right, buddy. So getting into things here, you know, this this was huge for me, this first topic we're getting into. because we. Oh, yeah. I've been talking about this. I've been screaming about it ever since we saw Baby Yoda grace the screen at the end of S1E1 of the Mando. And, you know, they, they tease us with some fucking mugs and cheap graphics. And then they're like, oh, but by the way, in May, you can get Black Series figures and nicer plushies. And what was I saying? I, I was like, you know what? I want a fucking one-to-one scale or a Hot Toys Baby Yoda. And, and, and what did exactly we what did what we get? Got. Like, right after last week's episode, what did we get? Oh, yeah. We got the sideshow one-to-one life-size yeah! Baby Yoda. <laughs> Here yes! we go. Yes! Here we $350. Go, I didn't even have to think about it, dude. You're when like this announcement came out, easy. it broke Sideshow's site. <laughs> like I, I, I'm sure you, you know about CDNs and whatnot. Like, they're on Cloudflare. Mm-hmm. They literally, the Cloudflare page Couldn't is opening up saying, hey, your shit's not broken. The internet's not broken. Motherfucking Sideshow Collectibles is down due to yeah. the mad rush to look at the life-size one-to-one scale Baby Yoda. I mean, it's nuts. If you look at this thing, we have, like, again, we'll have the the post linked in the podcast post for those of you following along. This thing looks like it's straight from the set. Like, this Sideshow Collectible, like, if you can scroll through all the images and everything, like... It looks like real ass Baby Yoda from The Mandalorian. Oh, it's yeah. like just so realistic. I mean, it, you know, except for what four point nine 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 five million dollars. Yeah, it is the exact yeah. same thing. It's. Exactly. I, I mean, really, it, it's lacking the animatronics. Is it? Yeah, exactly. Like, I, it's I not would say move. the the skin, the build, the the sculpt. It, that's all as authentic as you're gonna get. Oh, yeah. And for those of you wondering how big is Baby Yoda, he is 16 and a half inches tall. So what is that, like one foot, four and a half inches, something like that? 13 inches wide 
And yeah, then, so, I mean, if you're yeah. a normal sized person, which I am not, so on me, he probably comes up to my waist. <laughs> uh, on Nick, he probably comes up to like his kneecap shin area. Yeah. Uh, so there's, a, I mean, obviously, I, I jumped right on this. I, I've been waiting for this. I didn't give it any thought. It's just if I can get in and he's still available for pre-order, I'm going for it. He is still available for pre-order. Like I said, 350 big ones though, which is, you know, quite more expensive than the one-to-one scale baby group. But I, I think the baby group was even smaller than this. Yeah, I uh, think baby group would be smaller. All you get with him though is he's clutching the the control knob from the Razor Crest. Yep. And a stand, and it looks like he comes off the stand, but in terms of posing and whatnot, obviously he's a little baby in a sack. You're not really going to get much <laughs> of that. But, uh, you know, I, I was hoping for a few more accessories. Uh, you know, maybe if his hands folded over, they could have gave him a little cup. Yeah. Uh, where's the fucking Mandalorian Mythosaur necklace that Big Papa gives him at the end of the fucking season, right? Yeah, I mean, basically, what all it looks like he can really do is kind of move his head. Like it looks like his head moves a little bit. Maybe you can move it up. You can move it down. Yeah. Th- uh, there's also know. part of me that I'm concerned that the flight stick knob is glued into that motherfucker, so you can't remove it. So yeah. You so you won't even I, be able to do cool force hand motions. Right. So here's the deal. I mean, it's like, is it a figure? Is it a statue? Are we going to be able to move it? Because they didn't really address any of its articulation, which they usually Mm do. So I am a bit concerned. Now, am I going to go cancel my pre-order? Probably not, because uh, the rest of you one six scale and high-end statue bus people know. At Sideshow, if you do a pre-order, you commit an NRD, right? Non-refundable deposit. (laughs) <laughs> you are locked in. I mean, they, they lock it. It might be 30, 40 bucks, but that's 30, 40 bucks, right? I mean, you yeah. buy some fucking Why fireworks, buy some Black Series figures for that money. So here's the deal. Here's This is why I'm hemming and hawing now. A day after this comes out, Hot Toys is like, oh, shit. Oh, fuck. Sideshow just got the jump. They just shut their site down. It was There was such a rush. So... Hot Toys comes out, and they release a graphic. Our homies at Exclude Collective, uh, Exclude Magazine on IG, they put out this post. Hot Toys is getting in the one-to-one, the one-quarter, and one-six-scale Baby Yoda. Yeah, yeah. It's so now I'm going, crazy. did I fuck up? Because I'm a Hot Toys guy over a Sideshow guy any day. And yes, I have to buy my Hot Toys through Sideshow, but if we're talking figure lines, I just I love Hot Toys. I think they're a little more... Uh, reasonable in price i think their sculpts are better the accessory kits so now nick i'm concerned that i might have went all in on the one the one that may not be the best one the one and that's a fomo is a huge thing in the collecting industry yeah i mean it's i don't know i mean we know that hot toys are like fucking crazy just from all of the the work that we do on the toy photography community and top five and we know that they're amazing looking but i mean I don't know, man. Maybe if you get the sideshow and you don't like it, you might be able to swap somebody off for a Hot Toys, see if they'll just do Here, a here's what, trade with you. Here's what my plan is. I don't see a reason for the one-quarter scale, right? Yeah. I, I just don't. Me. I don't have any other figures of that. Actually, I do, Ninja Turtles, so I could have fucking baby Yoda Ninja Turtles hanging out. That would actually be kind of cool. Uh, yeah, it would work. <laughs> you know, they're both green, kind of mutiny-looking, and I'm sure baby Yoda would love them some fucking pizza. But I think I'm, I'm, I'm not even thinking. 
100% getting the 1-6 scale Hot Toys Baby Yoda because I already have uh, Din pre-ordered 1-6 scale. Oh, yeah. I'm, that, I'm considering getting the heavy 1-6 scale, too. But I already if you got Din, you got to have Baby Yoda. So that's a no-brainer. It, to me, the concern is over. Is the Hot Toys 1-1 to going to have a better kit? Is it going to be a little more reasonably priced? Yeah. I mean, I, I don't think I swear the made... Hot Toys 1-to-1 one Baby Groot was not even 200 bucks. I don't think that you made a bad choice, though. I mean, this is, again, like, you knew that this was going to fly oh, yeah. off the no, shelves. I, like, this was going to be crazy. I would never admit this was a bad choice. I mean, in the end, I'm, I'll be dropping about $1,000 on fucking Baby Yoda toys is all it's going to mean. True. I mean, yes. I already have every plushie on pre-order, every black, anything that was a collectible that wasn't a stupid fucking decal mug. It's pre-ordered, and now I got yeah. this 350. The Hot Toys is probably going to be another 150, 180, Dude. and might have to get the one to one Hot <laughs> Toys just to have them both, anyways. Maybe one can ride in the fucking front seat with me, so I can, uh, you know, cruise the HOV lanes. Yeah, I mean, I think that you know, one of them, if you get both the one to one scale sideshow and the Hot Toys, one of them is probably going to become Charlie's best friend. Like, yeah, that's, that's a good point. Real. I mean, if we were cool and actually an awesome Star Wars podcast and fan page on IG, uh, I'd probably do a giveaway, but you we're know, not cool. So, well, we might do that again. Like, I, I'm all about setting growth goals here. So, I already said once we get to 5K, we'll do a run of hats. Me and Matt are figuring out the logistics on that. Yeah, and, and, and on the hat subject, my friends, trust us, we're, we're flattered. We are. We really, yeah. Like, it, but it, it, there's a few things. I am a stickler for quality. I don't want any bullshit, which means the hats are going to be pricey. You know, we're talking, if you people want to buy them and get them shipped, with shipping, they may end up around $30. That's not that bad, but it is what it is. I, I'm like Nick. I don't feel like we are big enough to ask fans to pay for shit yeah call it crazy or what it, like nick nick's calling it goals i like that same thing with a giveaway i i would do that it's not like we're poor all right i, I would no. give away <laughs> something like a life-size baby yoda if i knew our audience was big enough to actually give a fuck exactly i mean look neither you know me and matt are both you know gainfully employed human beings while also being the best star wars podcast hosts in the galaxy so yes we could at do at least a the most I, uncivilized that is 100 percent true <laughs> we can definitely check off that box yeah so i mean i think you know 5k if we get to 5k we will we'll do we've already committed we'll do a hat run and if we get to 5K, I mean, who knows? Maybe we throw in a giveaway too. I mean, 5,000 followers on Instagram, while has, See, Matt has pointed out the before, deal. we can't even link yet. <laughs> right. So it's like, what are we going to do over there? I mean, IG, honestly, it's our best community, but it's, it's, it's foobarred because of the app. Yeah. Like people, so, if they, people on IG, if they really want to check out our, our content, they either have to go to the link tree in our bio or just know that they be, should be going to fucking StarWarsTime.net daily. Yeah. So we'll we'll figure out a way. So, I mean, 5,000 hats are happening for I'm sure. A, even at this, it's like IG Schmigy. I'm concerned about podcast numbers. That's yeah. what I want. And I want podcast numbers. And Nick and I, we just had our best month of all time. We, we don't know if it's real yet, though. I mean, we, yeah, no, it's, <laughs> we, we almost constantly- hit... 1800 downloads for four shows okay yeah 
in one month. I mean, it feels fucking fantastic to know that for at least one month, you guys have come out and supported us this way to open up 2020. And like Matt said, but we're the kind of people who are like, well, maybe a bunch of people accidentally click in our heads. We're like, maybe our podcast, like, no, it's, you know, it's, platform well, it's, it's is happened duplicating before. downloads. We're not that nuts. Like we don't hate ourselves that much. There's, there's some reality factored into us thinking we blow and no one listens or no one will continue to listen. We've been doing this for a while, and for the most part, people don't fucking listen. We've somehow tapped into a group of what we affectionately call the assholes now, and it's, yeah. it's caught on on IG, so I guess we're running with it. <laughs> yeah. we, did you, I don't know. I, I know Nick. He scans it pri- probably not as much as I do, but everyone that made the roll call last week did comment that, hey, you know, I'm, I'm happy to be in the group of assholes. So. There we go. I saw some of I saw some of the comments. I it's saw, probably yeah. not the best fan name, but that's – kind of where we where, where we're at right now and you if, know i am a moron with a potty mouse so that's what happens <laughs> it kind of follows along with but i'll tell we, you what if, if we keep stringing it stringing together 1500 2000 type of download months that's when i'm going to start feeling like you know what nick and i may be tapping into something here so yeah, maybe getting close no one's getting happy yet i'm mr glass half empty the world's gonna end fucking tonight okay <laughs> So, if February's a disaster, you all are going to catch an earful. Because in the end, Nick and I, you know, we put out fantastic content. It's on you motherfuckers to click on it, rate it, review it, like it, sub it, share it. Yep. That's 100% We don't want to do the dance now. We're awesome here. We already know that. Right. So, you guys (laughs) of you need to now pay, pay homage to us through clicks and listens and downloads and even tell people that like Star Trek, okay? Yeah, I know. I know it's tough to talk to those people, to, to, to talk to the real Trekkies like that wear the ears and got phaser guns, shit like that. But they get them into it. You can do it. If you anybody Star Trek, man, that Picard series is pretty good. Really? Lie. I have I, to get on they that. They did the first one free on YouTube. I don't know if it's still free. It was a limited run on YouTube. Okay. Uh, but it was, it was well worth my time. I love Jean-Luc fucking love patrick so um, I, I might shell out the five bucks a month for, to, to catch for the that. cbs yeah. for those of you out there who do i mean i obviously everybody here is a star wars fan go watch the movie fanboys if you have not seen it it's it, it probably came out 10 12 years ago and it's about a group of crazy psycho star wars fans who drive across the country to break into skywalker ranch to watch episode one before it's released in theaters and in that movie seth rogan's in it and he plays a trekkie and there's like a there's like a battle between star Wars, the star wars fans who are the main characters and then the trekkies so it's worth the watch if you have not seen fanboys. I, I, you know I, I get that there's beef between the two i mean i, I think <laughs> it's clear that the one saga is I don't know, cooler, I guess, more mainstream. I mean, in the end, normal people still look at all of us as fucking nerds. Yeah. But, like, if you want to get down into the nerddom, I I still think Star Wars is cooler than Star Trek. Star Trek was more... It was a very positive message Star Trek put out there, right? Yeah, Uh, it's also... They didn't really have the cool gadgets. The phasers or, like, whatever. There were no lightsabers or real blasters. Yeah, it was more focused on, like, actual space exploration yeah. and like I, I, i'm a star trek fan like i ain't shitting on star trek i didn't watch the uh, classic show but i enjoyed the movies except the first one i thought that was way too fucking far out 
Uh, the rest of the movie's pretty good. I like, uh, love TNG, love the TNG movies. Clearly why I just uh, promoted Picard, so. Yeah, I mean, it's everybody enjoys, you know, if you're in this geek nerddom sphere, everybody likes shit that's not yeah. just Star Wars. Sci-fi like, fucking owns in general. Like, yeah, space like, or far future type of shit, I'm all for it. Like, Altered Carbon's coming back soon. I'm jacked for yep. that. Yep. Uh, I just, I love basically not reality. Yeah, 100%. Speaking of reality, buddy, (laughs) the comic scene. And before we get into this topic, I I, I got a little tangent to go on after we just wrapped the tangent to start the show. So Star Wars comics, right? If you've been following the show, you've probably been hearing me lament about the fact that I'm a lazy asshole and haven't been following and and staying on top of the newer comics. And the, the comics are putting out some great stories. Nick's covering the rise of Kylo. When the intern was around, he was doing some of the new Vader runs. And, you know, I'm always sitting here like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it, Nick. I'm going to get back into the comics like a big boy and read and blah, blah, blah. And year, literally years have gone by since I've made these proclamations. <laughs> well, I've last, been here for all of them. Yeah. Last week, after the show, I started planning for it. I was like, okay, what do you want to get into, motherfucker? Because you know your ADD head if you just open Comixology, your eyes are going to be going like boing, 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 like all over the place. Like, I want that. I want that. I want that. I should go there, there, So I made the decision, Nick, that I'm only going to jump into the new Star Wars run, which kicked off in 2020. Yep. The new Vader run, which I believe is going to kick off today, if you're listening, uh, Wednesday, February 5th. The Rise of Kylo, obviously. And then just because I'm a homer, I'm going to go back and finish the volumes I have left from the, I think it's the 17, the 2019 Vader run, uh, basically the one that picked up right after Revenge of the Sith. So that was my plan. Well, yesterday I finally you know, got paid. I was like, all right, Comixology, here we go. Buy, 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 subscribe, pre-order, boom. You know, they're just coming down left and right, download them all, and I, I open my iPad and fire up the Vader to continue on from where I left off literally a year or so ago. <laughs> and, and right away, Nick, I was like, I am the biggest fucking Star Wars fan asshole in the galaxy. Like, <laughs> why have I been robbing myself of this type of Star Wars content? You know, Nick and I are bitching week in and week out about how, you know, George himself and now Disney, they kind of missed expectations on the latest trilogies. And we have these fucking comic book writers and artists that are just weaving some fantastic tales that are apparently canon the art is amazing and if you love my man vader i I don't think there's any place better to get the type of vader stories we all would cut off our dick and balls to see on the big screen yeah i mean this stuff that we've put out and like it's my fault too because there's two parts to this partnership matt i know matt doesn't read I don't know if he's missing an eye. Well, clearly, I can look at pictures now. Yeah, he can see the pictures. He just can't read the words. The words are too small; they're hard to comprehend. But I came from a bad. Like I read a lot of (laughs) old EU stuff. Like I read comic books before. Nick Nick used to try to write his own fucking fiction. Like this motherfucker is basically an English major. Yeah, I have. I mean, still somewhere on my laptop, I could dig up for you seven <laughs> chapters of it, a dude. book i read i think we uh, should, we should yeah. fucking do it and just like either either like uh roast it you know 
Yeah. I mean, I may send it to you just so you can read it, <laughs> but I'll tell you, I'll tell you for those of you who are really interested in what my tale was about, it was me and my friend first kind of cooked up the idea at first, Phil, my friend who listens, uh, loyal listener to the show. We cooked up this idea cause we had both read the Darth Bane series and we're like, Oh shit, that was really, really cool. So what about like, can we, what about if we write a prequel book to the Darth Bane series that it's more like focused on, you know, Lord Khan and Kasim and all of the other teachers that were there. James so Khan? we, James Khan, yes, the guy from uh, what Godfather, Godfather, Sonny? yeah, and then his his son too, Scott Khan, the guy from Varsity Blues. There you go. Um, Why but it was uh, it was fun. It was a cool thing. It was like a Jedi goes undercover as a Sith into the Sith Academy on this planet called Eclipse. You could look it up. It was an old can. I don't know if it's still a new. And he's like, he's, he's literally on like a Jedi fucking black ops mission. And he's forced communicating with his master back in, you know, back on. <laughs> so you guys essentially Coruscant. are the first people to contribute to project luminous. It sounds like, I mean, we have a contract. It sounds like right you're now. doing exactly what they're going to do. I mean, we're going to get into that, but Dude, I mean, you're, was... you're, you're almost, I know you're talking pre high Republic era, but, Oh, yeah. Isn't that the tale we've been told that it's going to be a band of specialized Jedis that are being oh, yeah. sent out to the unknown to explore and use their powers and stuff? One hundred percent, dude. And like the thing is, is See? our our it, like, yeah, let's go. Was... Hey, hey, Bob, sign this motherfucker <laughs> up for the story group. I got He's a available. treatment. I got a treatment. If you yeah. want to read it, Bob, he, he's Just sitting in a know. studio that smells like cat piss right now. I'm sure he yeah. can take the call to get out of there. He, he's I, I would... looking for an out gladly gladly take that call but yeah i mean like i've always loved the expanded universe content and you know everything like that so i don't know i i guess it was just like when when it rebooted i was trying to find a place to start that that's what it is for me it's it's so overwhelming now because it essentially rebooted well the comics did in 2015 when marvel essentially rebooted everything you know yeah like whatever uh and just the canon dump like you said but I started on just the straight Star Wars back then, made my way, I think, 60, 70, 80 issues in. But, I mean, that one just ended in 2019. I think that was a four-year run to essentially tell tales, I believe, post A New Hope prior Battle of Hoth. Because that's what this, this new set in 2020 is going to start telling. Okay. Just yeah. think about all those fucking stories. Yeah, it's just... That th- we've th- pissed away... <sighs> Sad. By sitting behind mics, sweating our asses off, and having 10 people listen to us. Yeah. So now we're going to commit, like Matt said, I'm going to get on the, the Star Wars 2020 Oh, I, me run. too, dude. Like, I'm going to be doing it for the angle of, can we get YouTube content? Like, 100%. That's where I'm going. I, I see what Star Wars Theory's been up to. He's a smart man. He, he just reads shit. And then puts it out there. And then people yeah. are like, all right, he's a fucking, he knows everything. Well, here we go. And I'll right. start putting out reviews like I do right. for the Rise of Kylo stuff and, and everything like that. So it's all in content creation mindset. But then it will also help us fill the time on the podcast yes. during the downtime between the TV shows and the movies. Because I'm you telling guys. you, man, the, the stories that come out of these books are heads and tails above what we've been given outside of the Mandalorian. And you know, I like Disney star Wars. Yeah. I mean, the stories that are being told, I mean, I think that Charles Soule is one of the primary writers. Well, yeah, He's now. the one on rise. I mean, that that's when yeah. I, I haven't started rise yet. Cause I'm, I'm such a, I just, that's the other thing. This comic book is 
a return to comics has reminded me of how much I love fucking Darth Vader. And, and again, that's why I hate fucking Revenge of the Sith. It is. <laughs> I'm not going down that path. I've done, I mean, literally, people that have even listened to the show for six months now can probably regurgitate my spiel on Revenge of the Sith. But it's all because of my love for Darth Vader. I fucking love that character. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and there's, like you said, there's years worth of content for him in the comic book series since 2015. Well, you so. also get his point of view, which you never get. Yeah, I mean, you, you, you got a sliver of Vader's point of view in, in Jedi, essentially, when even before, you know, Luke made him turn. I mean, even on Endor, Vader's like, listen, pal, I get it. I'm fucking lost, though. Yeah, like, he's like, up. it's I'm too far just, gone. Just you give can't. up. He's like, dude, give up. I am and like, fucked. Those and you get that's moments. all you get in these comics, man. You get inside the mind of Vader, Anakin, and like the fucking torture he was living. Oh yeah, dude. That's why one of my favorite books from from old canon was Rise of the Dark Lord. Um, and it was it was all from Vader's perspective. I mean, you're essentially well, it wasn't is that, all is that the um, it's like a purple hardback that came out early two thousands, like still when the prequels were coming out. I don't remember it, the color of it, but it, it was during the prequel time. Okay, because yeah. that's when I did read books and shit. And if it's the mm-hmm. same one, yes, that is. It's essentially that, that's what this from, co- that's what this comic run is essentially because it picks up right there. I mean, I, I was one of the books I read last night. I mean, just just to show people who haven't or who have, and you just want to relive this moment. Vader was reliving the high ground scene, oh. but this time. He fully utilized the dark side in fucking. I mean, basically, just Obi Obi Wan was nothing. I mean, Vader caught him midair, disarmed him, fucking uh, crashed him down, and then threw a wave of lava on top of him, all with the force. Like he barely Oof. moved. Wow. He well, didn't even move because you know he was standing on his little thing, and Obi Wan's like, "Don't do it, Anakin." Like they were still re- saying the same lines, but now Anakin yeah. was reliving it as. A fully realized oh, yeah. Sith Lord. Yeah. 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 I mean, shit like that is like, and Matt and I were talking before we went live earlier today and we were like, man, if they just took some of these comic threads and made them into like, not even movie content, you, you now have Disney plus, you can make animated series content. You could make what live action series. Well, content. dude, you I mean, it's like those videos they were churning out and they promised they were going to do it all last year, but they just mysteriously stopped for some reason. Those galaxy of, of adventure deals. Yeah. Th- that would be perfect, especially in that visual style, you know, where it's kind of manga anime ish. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Uh, very in your face, like, like electric guitar and shit and flashing <laughs> lights where you're like, Oh, I'm going to have a fucking seizure, but this is badass. <laughs> I mean, come on. With Imagine Vader just quelling an entire rebellion by himself. Dude, it would have been, it would be perfect. But uh, I mean, I digress. You know, we're, we're getting good content and it's, yes, you have to read it. But I know for, you know, people nowadays don't like to read, but these are, these are really worth it. I mean, the reason that we're here is because there's a fucking incredible reveal coming in the Star Wars 2020 comic run. And it's, it's about the one thing in this whole sequel trilogy that we still have zero clue about and it was hinted at in tfa and it is it, how, and wasn't that one of our big like please don't do this to us and they fucking did it and they did it yeah so like 
we all we, we all want to know how the Skywalker family saber just comes back from wherever the fuck it went in episode five. And JJ's the one that teed it up. How the fuck does he not address it, that in his movie to finish? I think it's just because he didn't have time. I'll, I'll right, just, yeah, no, we'll yeah, we'll just go to like, hey, you know, they fucking hated him. They're burning his ass, which is all probably true to be honest with you. Oh yeah, like, I mean, pretty much anything that's leaked in the past six to eight months for Star Wars has been legit. So at this point, Star Wars leaks to me is a fucking essentially Bible. the Disney website. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's sad because he did he teed that up with Mas Kanata and TFA saying that's a story for another time. But we never got it. And now we're going to be getting that through this Star Wars run. And Star Wars number two, which is out now, by the way, go out and grab it. And if you don't want to hear about this before you read it, spoiler, 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 give it 10 seconds. And then just fast forward a little bit in the in the episode. But spoiler, here it comes. Uh, we find out what happened to this saber when once Luke's fucking well, hands Yeah, you, you sort of do. Down. I mean, they, yeah, they, not they, fully this is a big yet. cliffhanger for sure. Yeah. So we see in this in this comic a hooded figure with his hand outstretched holding Luke's lightsaber and a a uh a text bubble says follow your destiny. And it's a this is clearly like there's a lot of speculation about who this could be in the post. I had a couple ideas myself, but like it is a figure that is in a who, brown who are you robe. Going with? I thought it's cuz I'm looking at the person and it's he's wearing a glove and I feel like that's that might be a hint because nope Obi-Wan Kenobi doesn't wear a glove. It's already established through new canon through the sequel trilogy. I guess he that, does have a, a Kenobi-ish tunic, huh? He does. He's got like a like a Jedi official Jedi tunic, it looks like. But he's wearing this black glove. Obi-Wan Kenobi only ever wears a glove oh, when he's I see in where his, you're going with this. Oh, yeah. Like, go ahead, it, get it out. Let the cat out of the bag. <laughs> who, who is it? So for me, I'm either leaning towards Cal Kestis or or Kanan right now. But the thing is, actually, I'm I'm probably leaning harder towards Cal because Kanan wears half gloves, so his fingers are sticking out. If you just go back and look at pictures of Kanan, this guy's wearing a full glove. Cal Kestis wears one glove. If you look at all of his character models, he wears one glove on his hand. And it's either it's either him or it's like Obi Wan Kenobi ghost, because now we know that Force ghosts can fully yeah, interact. Kenobi with their would world. never fucking go glove pimp. No way. No, That's they would way out of character. So like, I think it's Luke come back in time from the world between worlds. Oh shit! That's a good fucking call. Wow. I don't know. I mean, but that would line up though because of his hand. Is that the right arm, though? That's what I've been trying to figure out, but it's I'm, right. it's I'm fucking right stupid arm. when it comes to doing that, trying to figure out if that's the right glove. It's the right... It's his right arm. And I mean, like, I don't know... If you look at the person... This is maybe just me looking into it too much. Look at the person's chest. Do you think that that's like... You see how, like... Is that boobs? I know that yeah, sounds dumb. Yeah, it could be a pair of titties. It could be a woman. And if that's the case, it could be... Fucking red. Very interesting. Uh, hopefully, people are looking at this image. I, mean, I, I do try to capture the shit we talk about in uh, the YouTube version. Yeah. But once Nick moves, I am going to convince him that we're going to start recording our little chubby f- heads and desktops. When we do I need this. to get a. I need to get a uh, an SWT hat that doesn't make me look like I'm a fucking moron. Because <laughs> those like <laughs> our hats. 
are they are of fantastic quality, but I have a tiny head and like this shit just looks weird on me. So I have to get a dad hat. Like that's the only type of hats that I can wear dad hats. Yeah. But um, I mean, there's a lot of possibilities. The world between worlds opens up just massive. It could be Ray coming back from where, whenever. Like we know that she made it out. We know she's still alive. And we also know that that this saber is very key to her. This is tricky. Follow your death. So it's someone that knows they're going somewhere. So it could be time travel, but the force. You know, you can also see into the future. So. Yeah, it could be force good. Could but be. yeah, I mean, yeah, there there is could be lumps in the chest, but then you look at the hand and I don't know, man, that's a very manly hand to me, but it is, yeah. You never I know. Mean, it could be a powerful woman, who knows. It's there's a lot of opportunity. I mean, it could it's, like it's, we're just it's throwing Adi Gallia, out, right? Yeah, we we're we're throwing <laughs> We're throwing out like people that we know, but this could be a completely new character. This could be right. fucking Mara Jade, like you it's know. someone that knows Luke's supposed to do something, but yeah. for some reason this person also wants his lightsaber. I was thinking, like, what, is it Mace? But no, it's not Mace because the guy is clearly like a Caucasian person. Yeah, I was going to say, the skin's definitely not black. Yeah, so, I mean... I don't know. I thought it was interesting, too. I mean, uh, I, I, I'm i going to start reading these once I get caught up on Vader, but I'm down for this type of stuff. Oh, yeah, it just, it just goes back to the tangent. I mean... Even this stuff, it's like, hey, why not? Why the fuck not? And, and the, it, it, it mostly is pictures. Nick's not lying. Yeah, I mean, and, and if you reading... do it digitally, you hardly even have to use your hands. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you dude, just sit there with a finger and go. Bleh, bleh, the Marvel bleh. Comics app has the guided read, and like, yeah. you don't even have to like move your eyes to the different panels. It does it for you. So <laughs> yeah, you just you you just tap, and it it goes doot doot. Zooms in on the important shit. I mean, I, I use Comixology. I've used that for years. Uh, it's so easy. And yeah. I, I mean, some of these books, I'd love to have physical copies, but I already have so much Star Wars shit in my house. Yeah. It's like it's just the, the, the convenience and ease of use of digital comics. It's just it's too nice. I mean, I, I'll tell you right now, like I've already pre-ordered Tross on Voodoo, and I'm not buying any more physical copies until that – massive whatever number disc 4k uhd hdr 300 bundle oh, drops. yeah dude i i'm i've given up on discs of any kind for any franchise i mean at this point i'm considering do i even need to buy endgame because I, I never bought endgame it's not like i'm protesting anything i just was like whatever i'll get it when it comes out but it's on think about i know that's what that's <laughs> what i'm getting to it's like do i even need it now but think, I'm a freak where I'm like, well, I have all the digital versions of the other ones. I got to have the complete collection. You know, that type of shit. <laughs> I think Disney's plan, though, is to rotate content more frequently than Netflix. So, like, right now, I oh, think dude, they'll eventually I mean, pull it, it. We need to talk about that. We forgot to bring that up. Our buddy Greg sent us a nice little hot tip before we went live. Um, but, yeah, we're, we, we're kind of getting a preview of their schedule. Let's just do this real quick, buddy. Um. Yep. So today, and this is comes from our buddy Greg Bird, Star Wars Black Series 2019. Give the man a follow, please. He's our boy. Goes out, tracks down stories when Nick and I are out doing whatever. I think I was pumping iron. You know, I you was get working. <laughs> but anyways, Greg sent us this link, and it looks like we know the month at least when The Mandalorian Season 2 is coming back, my friends. And it is... 
October 2020. That's right. Bob Iger dropped this on a uh, investors call. Yeah, basically rich people call today. Yeah. Uh, so that's awesome. I mean, we, we knew it was coming in the fall. Didn't quite know when. Now we do. It's dropping October, which means it'll probably be over by the end of November. If, yeah, if they, yeah. If they roll like they did this first season, which I assume they will because they were already in production before this shit came out and exploded. So it's not like they quite had the balls they probably do now of going, yeah, we just fucking own that shit. We can do whatever we want. So I bet season two might might be very similar in, in terms of the production, at least. Oh, yeah, 100%. And, I mean, if they stick with the eight-episode arc, then that would kind of line up with their next release because, this, you know, Mandalorian is going to be essentially shoved in between other Disney Plus originals coming with the Falcon and the Winter yeah, Soldier. And that August. that that kind of ties us back to what we were talking about before before. I mean, see that people? There there was a reason for this little tangent. Yeah. It's Disney Plus, that that's a very smart strategy to me. I, I like that where they're like, Okay, you get the Falcon and Winter, August twenty twenty. Then we'll give you a break, you can fuck around with all the other shit. Or quit and come back. We don't care. We've made it like trillions already 26 million paid subscribers yeah. is the most recent number that's ridiculous. nuts ridiculous <laughs> but I, I still think netflix owns the world and, and then they're like all right take a break for a little bit and then okay october seasons are starting to change a little bit let's let's hey mandalorian everyone everyone wants some mandalorian okay that that now is a guaranteed sell all right great and they're like all right oh you guys are sad mando's gone baby yoda hopefully you know its name by then Oh, here's WandaVision, which if you, if everyone caught the Super Bowl ad, that shit looks bonkers. Like it that, does. I, I it am intrigued so by that type of stuff. Yeah, it's like they're trapped in like an old '90s sitcom. Shit. Like it's yeah, yeah, yeah it, it looks changing appearances left and right. So, yep. I, I yeah, definitely, I like what Disney Plus has on the horizons here. So, uh, I have no clue how this even ties back into the comic thread outside of the comics put out cool shit and. Disney Plus does too, and that's pretty much all we're going to have until uh, Disney and Lucasfilm get their shit together and start making some motherfucking movies. Yeah, I mean, and if, if Kathleen is right, she said that there should be a female director for Star Wars very soon. That's something she dropped, I think, earlier today, just a quick quote when somebody asked her about female directors in Star Wars. I mean, for those of you who are following along, we've already had some. Deborah Chow, Bryce Dallas Howard... Yeah, I mean, they, they, they both they're talking like the big stuff. Yes, like, the big screen, go. but still. Um, yeah, man, I mean, Mando coming back at that time is perfect. I mean, and it sounds like Disney Plus is like hitting its stride this year. You have Clone Wars coming out next this month. And then you're yeah, going to have... Hold on, hold on. Why are we talking? I mean, I'm glad I looked. So other things from this Iger stuff. I mean, it looks like he's looking in the spinoff shows for The Mandalorian. Yeah, I mean... Like, why not? I mean, what characters do you think he'd roll with? Bill Burr, like that little faction? Dude, I would love to see fucking, like, I feel like Moff Gideon, depending on how he is approached in this next season, like a prequel series about Moff Gideon would be fucking cool. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, totally. Totally. I mean, there's a ton of, of great character options to follow here. Even if it's like fucking, even if you have Carl Weathers as Grief Karga, you know this guy is the is the head of the Bounty Hunters Guild. And just Carl's just great in a fucking show, oh, too. Yeah. Like, He's I love so that good. guy. He's like, what do you say to Baby Yoda at the end? 
do that it's like thing. do the little do, hand thing baby yeah, the little <laughs> magic thing with your hands yeah yeah, yeah. and then it, the, the little one just waves at him <laughs> i mean no, yeah that, that'd be sweet um I mean, okay, you could yeah, even sweet. Oh, yeah, why not do spinoffs of Mandalorian? I mean, yeah, fucking Cara Dune. You go dumb back fucks finally figured out what to give Star Wars fans. You might you might as well capitalize on it, you know? Yeah, it's just it's it makes sense. So hopefully, you know, they don't fuck up the possibility to really capitalize on these other characters and and build out their arcs and possible second series, you know, associated with the Mandalorian. But I mean. It's great to hear. October 2020. We're coming back already, people. Not even a full year off from this show. We will be back and going again. That is nice. I, I hope they keep that pace up because that, that's normal with any type of TV. Even I mean, it sucks it's only eight episodes and they're, they're mini, but hot damn were they quality. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm super. The, the one other thing that. Big Bobby said here before we, we leave him is he, he is confirming Star Wars is basically TV based for the foreseeable future. Yeah, until the 2022. So. Yeah, maybe. I mean, right now the quote is, Lucasfilm will take a bit of a hiatus in terms of theatrical releases. Yeah, I mean, I, I just, I don't know what to tell the guy. I mean, I don't want to go into our lamentation about Star Wars movies being, you know, put on put on hiatus or put I, to bed for the time Yeah, being, no, we, we've like, done that too often. I have a feeling we'll do it again here by the end of this podcast because we're a bunch of dicks, but... <laughs> I mean, I mean, come on, guys! Don't don't mess up this this Disney Plus stuff. Like, yeah, just, and this, just don't mess enjoy up. Enjoy it. Enjoy actually getting a compliment and having people not want to light it on fire. Yeah, find your find your your content stride on Disney Plus, and then give your teams time to develop a strong return to the to the big screen. That's all I got to say about it. So. Um, yeah, I mean, Mandalorian, looking forward to it as long as, I mean, as well as all of the, you know, the Marvel content coming out to Disney Plus too. Subscribe if you aren't. Um, I mean, speaking of, you know, the, the Star Wars live action films, I mean, we got some new behind the scenes stuff from, from Rise of Skywalker that was actually pretty impressive, right, Matt? Oh, yeah, yeah. This past week, we got an image dump of production assets uh, from, who is this, Rick Carter and Kevin Jenkins. I guess they're the production designers on the film. And in that, we got uh, imagery. Yes. Uh, so, I mean, I, I, yeah, I love Star Wars, but I just, I love cinema in general. I, I love the art of filmmaking. I'm not a filmmaker myself. I'm just a fan. And, and it's this type of stuff, these production designer people and when you get to see images like this, and I don't know if I'll have these in the video version, so you might have to hit the site for these. I mean, it's just it's nuts some of these sets they build. I mean, for oh, example, yeah, the 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 jungle set. I mean, they that fucking ship, that whole the whole thing's real. Like the yeah. whole thing from front to back. I mean, I'm sure they cut out some of the middle or fuck. I mean, it still looks like a massive ship, but I mean, that was real. All the jungle foliage and shit around it, all that was real. It, it, it's just. Yeah. Pisano was mostly real. Like, they, yeah, they added in some digital actors and stuff like that to fill that big giant party. But like, the desert's real. The tents are real. The fucking little, you know, setups are real. I mean, the the vehicles are real. It's incredible the amount of work. And say what you will about the Rise of Skywalker. If you're not a fan, that's fine. But like, the amount of work that the production team put in, the visual effects team put in, is just stunning. Like, uh, yeah, and you gotta appreciate the. The, the heavy use of practical and oh, i actually yeah. i did i did return to see it 
Nick. You did? You got your fifth view in? I went Friday. I took the little one again. I was like, you know what? She needs to see this one more time in, in the theater. Did she make it? Just, just, with, just with the old man. So I picked her up early from daycare. We roll over there. You know, I, I, I bring her her little Star Wars backpack full of candy to smuggle in. Yeah, she's like the the ninja. No <laughs> one's gonna shake down a little kid. So we nope. load up all the good stuff with her. And uh, yeah, she made it through. I mean, it was great. I, I took some videos. She had some great reactions. There was, uh, it was after uh, Ray blows up the cargo ship. Yeah, where she, where she thinks Chewie she, said she goes. Just unprompted. I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm assuming she learned this at daycare. And this is in a movie theater, so I had to correct her. But she goes, oh, please. Like, <laughs> she, she was just so incredulous to that just happening. She's like, oh, please. Like, oh, come on. You know, that, no way, yeah. Ray. That, how could you do that? And then the, um, the other great moment. So she made it to the end this time. She, the last time she only made it to the confrontation between Ray and Palpy and then passed out. So she got to see the whole thing. And when Ray goes down, she turns to me and she goes, Daddy, is, is Ray dead? And I'm just like, oh. and she goes, is Ray dead? And I go, yeah, yeah, Bob, she's, she's gone. And she goes, Daddy, is, is Ray really dead? <laughs> I said, yeah, she had to use all of her you know, life force to, to take him out. And she goes, oh, come on. <laughs> another one like yo fuck you it's like why yeah she's like come on dude why why you why are you doing this to me and then of course she comes back and she i she's like it kept saying it literally until ray's hand moved i said look bob look and then, then she you know was accepting of it but it was funny <laughs> and i awesome. asked her what was her favorite part and she said <laughs> when 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 ray beat palpatine so the part i thought nice. that would freak her to fuck out was her favorite part where literally she nukes his face uh raiders of the lost ark style oh yeah dude i mean that's a good part i mean that part's fucking great she pulls the saber up and i'm all the jedi and then bam yeah that's um that's a mo and i will agree with you as much as i've been down on it in particular in these past few episodes of our show uh going to see it again i mean I'm, i'm sure there was like my little kids here factor in there uh, I still got hit a few times, like to the point, oh man, uh, you know, the whole Leia Ben redemption deal. Oh yeah. Uh-huh. That's yeah so again, one. Charlie was just like, okay, what the fuck's happening here? All right. What's, <laughs> why is Leia laying down? Why is she not moving? Uh, but when, when all that's happened, it, it's starting to hit me and I'm trying to explain it to my little kid who has, you know, no clue that daddy's a weirdo and <laughs> lets this stuff emotionally affect him. But I'm like all choked up, getting ready to cry. And I'm like, oh, you know, oh, you know, Charlie, it's just, you know, Leia had to help help her son. And I'm like, I'm like all choking <laughs> up. And she's probably sitting there like, oh, my God, what a fucking creep. Oh, uh, but no, it was great. It was, it was awesome. So I'm glad I'm glad I saw it for number five. And yes, it was mostly to keep in line with Nick because I couldn't let him win. Look, you, you know we got to stay even here. On the couldn't do it. Couldn't show. do it. No, Nick wants to. I would even. I might even try to go one more time just to say I'm number one. Just to, remember, yeah, just to one up me. I am. I am the soulless one in this in this <laughs> equation. I mean, my lightsaber is red forever. I would not fault you for it, but I mean. I, right now, I mean, you seriously have to wonder, like, how much longer your theatrical run's going to last. I don't know what's left, like, how many showings are left per day 
at my regal here, but I know that a couple of weeks ago we were down to like four a day from yeah I, we've been rolling four for I'd say at least the past three to four weeks. Yeah, so uh, they've I even still... started shifting the times because that kind of fucked me on Friday. I was gonna try to oh. get a little earlier, but we had to go later because I just completely rescheduled what they were running. Yeah. Oh, I mean, but it was, it was well good. worth it. it. It is. It is. I don't know. It's got all sorts of fucking problems. I'm just sitting there going like, fuck, man. Like when when Oscar delivers the line about Palpatine, it's like, oh, fuck. And then when same when driver, when he drops the Palpatine on Ray, it's another one just like, ah, oh, it just doesn't feel right. I, w- I will tell you one thing that they that they immensely screwed up. And it's not even in the, in the making of the film. The moment that Palpatine announces himself to the galaxy is done in Fortnite, like in the video game. Like that <laughs> pisses me off to no end because that fucking like if you haven't seen that, Matt, just go on YouTube, type in fucking uh, Fortnite Emperor Palpatine return and watch that video. If that shit was in the movie, it's a completely different fucking game. Are you kidding me? Like this is real? No, it's real. They did the announcement that that I mean we knew that Palp was back from fucking celebration but like the actual message that is in the crawl that goes out to the galaxy was done in Fortnite It's fucked up like if you put that scene if you don't have like you said that Oscar scene where he's saying like you know Palpatine is back and whatever if you actually have that moment that was done in the video game in the movie the way that that opens up your story and the reactions that you can catch from all over the galaxy and then the rallying cry that comes from it would have been awesome. But they did it in fucking Fortnite. And like, wow. I like if you haven't seen that, go watch it and then hate yourself a little bit more because that was oh, another... I, yeah, I'm, I'm, try, I'm, I'm watching it. Like, you, it's, it was an incredible moment. It was so fucking cool. And it was done with literal cartoon characters jumping around with fucking pickaxes in their hand. Like, it's disgusting. Well, that's, gotta sell out. You gotta sell out. <laughs> and look, get as many eyes on it as you can. Dude, oh, wow. It's just, that's depressing. It is. It's nuts. Because that moment, like, you hear, pal- it, it, it literally, it emanates throughout the entire galaxy. Yeah, it's and like, you it's hear time Palpatine. to correct a great air or whatever. Yeah. It was fucking so cool. And they fucked it up by putting it in Fortnite before oh, the movie releases. Poor I don't. JJ. I was gonna say I don't. I guarantee you, JJ was like, "Why uh, did you do that? Yeah. I could have used that." Like, so was, yeah, that's why the crawl is the way it is. I mean, yeah, because I remember when the intern and I, the first time we saw it, I was like, "Oh wow, they're just fucking getting right down and dirty with this shit, dude." You, like, because you and I, you know, even reading the fucking leaks, like two bunch of fucking dipshits. It's still we thought, you know, the palp thing wasn't going to happen until halfway in, whatever. Dude, it, like, even, he was he was on screen within a minute. Yeah, like <laughs> even if you open with that, like you have your crawl setting up essentially the. No, you're exactly that, right. You can still have the crawl, like, oh, blah, there's been rumors of this. And then as it pans down, that's, you know, you're on, you're at the Resistance jungle base for whatever. You know, fine. Yeah, and they're they planning the a First Order incursion. Like, right, and they, they, they hear the fucking message. They're like, oh, shit. Dude, 
that changes the movie completely. That adds maybe 10, 15 minutes to it. So you get back to your two hour and 35, two hour and 40 minute time. And you that opens 10, up. You can do that in fucking five minutes. If that, you can oh, do that yeah. in three minutes. Like, and it opens up your whole fucking story. Like it just, the fact that they did it in Fortnite just kills my soul a little bit. Wow. I'm glad was, I didn't know about that until now. Cause it just kind of makes me hate myself. Yeah, like it was such a good fucking moment, but <sighs> Star Wars, I love <laughs> you, but you are a stupid motherfucker. Yeah, but anyway, anyways, yeah, the behind, the scenes, behind the scenes stuff is neat. Uh, the other one, I mean, the images are one thing, but we also got a, a VFX reel today, and that's where the good shit is. And in, in oh, particular, yeah. I mean, they, they they cover some of the key scenes you would think they'd cover, but I I really like the. Uh, the de-aging scene, and, and that's because, I, honestly, I didn't think it looked fantastic. I, I do think Carrie's looked off. Mark's Mark was a lot good. better. Yeah. Uh, but you can see exactly where they clipped him from. I mean, yep. the, the Carrie stuff straight from Jedi, and Mark's is actually from Empire, isn't it? Yeah, it's when he's laying down on the ground, like, after Vader had hit him. Like, right, yeah, looking up, fight. so. yeah. I mean, a lot. Of, it's just interesting to see what parts of the movie truly were VFX based. I mean, the the, the Babu Frick segment's pretty great. Yeah, the Babu one's pretty. There's cool. a motherfucker just stand there, and they essentially, you know, if you're a toy photography, they just wipe them out. Just, yeah, like oh, green screen. All right, we'll wipe you out, and you just become the background. And there's Babu. Mm-hmm. I'm Babu Frick. The Maskinata being Maskinata was a full animatronic in this. Um, in this movie, not a digital character like she was in TFA. Um, so it was really cool to see how they brought that to life. Um, I mean, everything, every, yeah, like these really, animatronics are getting ridiculous. Oh yeah, dude. It's nuts. It's nuts. Like just the level of, I mean, like we've all seen it with baby Yoda, but like you said, Babu Frick with freaking, you know, Maz Kanata with the, I mean, yeah, I mean there, just Maz. I mean, I don't know if anyone watched the dark crystal on Netflix, but even, uh, you know, some of the Skeksy stuff, they, they, they still made the Gelfling look pretty stupid, but that was on purpose just for authenticity. Yeah. So, I mean, th- th- these two things. So one of them is a, it's a PDF link that we're going to have in the post. And then one of them is an actual ILM behind the scenes video that's in there as well. Both of them have really cool stuff in them. So make sure to check them out. I mean, like we were saying, is The Rise of Skywalker a perfect movie? Of course not. Like, could it have been better? Yes. We literally just went over one way. It could have been better. Um, but it was. it's still really cool to see the magic that these visual effects artists do, these Fucking set designers, Fortnite. production designers do. I know, Fortnite. Fucking Fortnite, dude. You dude. Like, I, you've, you've just knocked me off the rails. Like, I don't, I don't <laughs> know if I can get back on. I'm just I sitting there like, I, it, it's okay. I mean, it, it, it like, when I first saw it, I was like, did they really? Because I saw it before the movie came out. And I, I was can't like, believe I really missed that. I, I think that? I purposely missed it because I do remember they were doing some promo, but I was like, whatever, they're going to show like a fucking clip. And how many fucking clips do I need to see? I've already ruined it for myself by reading the no, leaks. dude. They literally took. And that's what it was? I mean, it's yeah. literally the emperor the... calling out to the entire galaxy. It was literally like. Probably one of the most important scenes that wasn't in the movie. Oh. <laughs> like, the, well, yeah, it almost makes the the cringy Poe going, oh, Papa. T-. Like to me, that's almost on the level of the Ray Shields line from Revenge <laughs> of the Sith. I'm not kidding. 
Yeah, I mean, it's that's not the way that you announce that. Like, now, granted, it's not announced because the the audience knows because the first five minutes of the movie, like, you get to see Palpatine. But, like, that's the, the, the fucking way you did it in Fortnite is the way you should have done it in the movie. Like, that is awesome. It's like, a, dude, the crawl directly addresses this Fortnite thing. That's yeah, what I'm realizing now. Literally, the crawl literally says, yeah, the Emperor just made a proclamation essentially yeah he did and it was in the that's why it's like man thing. they're just like hey fuck it here we go i i felt like it was a that's when the first time i saw it, i was like oh boy this this could be a little rough in terms of the pace here they, they might be shoving this shit down our throats and yeah you're 100 percent right like if if we would have fucking if that was the damn crawl like just him yelling <laughs> i mean uh, whatever yeah, I mean, like I said, that being in Fortnite was a goddamn travesty. But it is what it is, people. I mean, we can lament about it all we want to, but, you know, the we have what we have. Ah, is, is this real life anymore? I know, when is Fortnite real? literally... I, I can't believe it. I cannot believe this shit, dude. <laughs> I'm telling... When I heard that Disney bought this motherfucker, I was like, all right, here we go. Never did I think, sitting now in 2020, when the trilogy's all said and done, I'd be sitting here going, it's almost the goddamn prequels again. Not nearly as bad as movies and acting, but in terms of the letdown, that's where I'm getting. I will say that for the first, what, three years, like, everybody was riding high. Like, TFA. Bro, we, we, were, we were the biggest cheerleaders. That's why people yeah. accuse us of being shills. It has nothing to do with shilling for Disney. I genuinely like what they were doing. I mean, yes, TLJ and TFA didn't really match up. But I was like, hey, whatever. It's the middle movie. The end movie can do whatever. And now that we're here, it's like, oh, wow. Okay, well, yep. Definitely yeah. didn't live up to my expectations yet again, and I did not see that coming a mile fucking away, just like I didn't see it coming from the maker himself. It's yeah. it's it's shocking what's been going on with Star Wars cinema. It's like maybe it really was just those first three, that's it. I mean, we'll see, but I you know, one thing that we do have to look forward to is is this new project luminous that there that was a fucking aces segue. We we sometimes you, none of the speaking of, none of that gimmicky shit, you nailed that. You know, sometimes you get a star, buddy. That's gonna go in his star chart. Yeah, we'll have a highlight reel of all of me and Matt's good segues, and that'll, that'll make There's good. not many, I'll tell you what, it will go no. pretty quick. <laughs> but I mean We're this a bunch this of project hacks. Project Luminous, dude. It's this is like our new hope. I mean, this. If you want to go back to 1977, it's not even that. Honestly, I mean, I've I've kind of dug in this a bit. I don't think I cleared it up here. Yeah, I definitely didn't because I suck. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, I got a little update on this, by the way. This okay? Hit us with it. I mean, it might be it might be beneficial to my renewed interest in the comics, but apparently, Luminous projects are going to be strictly uh, reading based. Okay, so that's like, a you know books, books, comics. You know, some people thought it might extend into video games and potentially movies. Uh, I'm not saying they may not live in the same era, but they're it's it's not going to be as interconnected as we thought uh, across all these different media platforms. Yeah, I mean the original announcement, well, not even announcement, but the leak from from. MSW and, and Star Wars leaks basically called it a multimedia 
approach to the new, you know, era of Star Wars, which does not seem to be what it's going to be, according to Matt. <laughs> so, yeah, um, I mean, I guess you could say comics and books are different, but it does not yeah. look like it's going to be shows and games and, and whatnot. Yeah. So but, I, I don't know. I mean, like I said, the, the new comic angle, I could potentially that's new fodder. It's new canon to, to chew into and if it does at least live in the realm of what some of these new movies may be or new shows why not i'm a i know we sound you know we sound a little angry these days which is good it was nice it's kind of nice to get back to our roots i guess or at least my <laughs> roots i'm trying to drag nick down with me at all times in this star wars hell uh, but i can't do it but you know why not? Let, let's 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 give it a try. I, I think this is what we're we're supposed to get something by the end of February, though. That's yeah, the February whole point we're talking about. February twenty fourth, twenty twenty. This is according to Clayton Sandell. And for those of you who don't know, Clayton Sandell is a legitimate ABC correspondent, um, but he's just a massive Star Wars fan, and and because of his level of access, yeah, with being this, you know, he's probably in the know a bit. I mean, ABC, yeah. Disney, all the same shit doesn't yeah. matter. Exactly. So Clayton Sandell put out on his Twitter a couple of days ago, um, January 28th, the countdown is on Star Wars Project Luminous 22420. Um, And obviously there is no further kind of explanation to what this was going to be. Is it going to be a novel? Is it going to be a comic book? We don't know yet, but we did hear about the Project Luminous from msw from star wars leaks this is going to be the next big expansion of star wars yeah and it should be set in this high republic era which has now been canonized through the rise of kylo ren yes yes it has so i mean i'm interested to see what it is now the books man that that's (laughs) a that's a bit of a turnoff for me i'm not gonna lie i will say being ignorant for sure that like i i was i i don't know if it's just because now that i'm an adult i have very little like personal time to myself, like going to work, coming home, cooking, oh, just like having hell like, yeah, dude. That's a hundred percent it. Because these yeah. motherfuckers, unless you're getting an audio f- format, and I mean, get out of here. They're and they're fantastic books too. Like the Thron- the new Thrawn trilogy, and look, there's going to be another fucking Thrawn trilogy coming out soon too. The new Thrawn trilogy is cutting up to be fantastic. I'm on the second book. I've been on the second book for a couple months now. Really fucking good stuff. I have the Resistance Reborn book yeah, that is just a prequel sucks novel. To read. Yeah, <laughs> it's just, that's the problem. I agree. All this stuff's fantastic. It just sucks to read. And yeah. everyone knows that. Everyone out there listening, three hundred pages. There's you know as well as I do. Here. It sucks to read. Don't tell me you like reading. The only person I know that really loves to read is my girlfriend. She like she would read instead of watch like physical visual content. And it's weird to me. Yeah. But it is. It is. Yeah, I agree with you. Since you said it, I'm going to (laughs) agree. But, I mean, I'm looking forward to it. Because if we can, if if all of this plays out like we're hoping it does. My brain's starting to hurt just thinking about reading a long book. Yeah, like 300 pages with all words and no pictures. I I, I know I kind of play like I'm dumb. I'm not that dumb. He's a college professor. But I kind (laughs) of am. Like, I'm not kidding. I'm thinking about reading right now, and it's making my head hurt. You're like, fuck Like, it's too much. It's it's too much of an ask. So I I hope it is, like, uh, I hope it's a comic run. I'll say that, because it is easier to digest a comic run than it is a novel. Well, I think there will be comics, and if there's a novel, I think we almost have to lump that onto you. 
Yeah, I think that becomes Might my put that my to a vote. Okay, and passed. <laughs> yeah, Nick Nick has to read the book. Well, here, here's no the deal: try to commit to the audio books. I know you don't commute much, but I don't know if you're allowed to listen to shit at your desk, cube, whatever. Maybe just sit there and like. My problem is I'm such a sports talk and, and stern junkie. I I can't commit to listening to anything but that. Yeah, I can. I can probably do an audiobook the thing is my problem with an audiobook is like if i sit there and i'm listening to an audiobook and i'm clicking around my mind is just all over the place like i won't be able to focus on what's being said to me and my ears i have to do it like fucking uh <laughs> yeah, like you, subliminal you, style like, where you, i go to dropping sleep. like a, a mill here and a mill here on ads that you weren't supposed to do like, exactly like fuck. i would be writing like all of my ad copy would just be words from the book that i'm that it's like right. in my head it'd be like, like blah yeah yeah facebook blah oh, it, would be a, it would be a mess so um i i will commit to doing it if it is like a legit novel i will buy it i will put off the ones Whew, that i'm reading thank god and i will read it First up, so because I, I always know I can just go to Reddit and have those assholes just leak just, all the <laughs> important. Just shit tell me for what me. happened in yeah. it. <laughs> like it's like the Reddit Cliff Notes shit, where you're not really even sure if you're getting the real shit, but it's still better than reading every page. Yeah, it's like I'm sure some of this is right. <laughs> well, yeah, like, yeah, because then you, you dive the into comments, and some people are like, "Oh, I've read it. This is not true," and other people are like, "Yeah, it is. No, it's not." And then they get in their like, I don't know if you ever notice on certain forums, especially Reddit, but it's almost like they have their own inside jokes. Oh, yeah. Where oh, like, yeah. Then, then there's a major chain will break off, you know, like a comment chain will just go nuts off the main thread. Like, <laughs> I, I, I'm not making fun. I, I just, I don't, I've never been a, a forum culture. I never got into that. No, I was never a Redditor or even before Reddit, like you said, kind of got into like forum trolling or just, well, I'm on forms. I'm on Reddit every day to look for shit. Now that's just are. smart. Like, yeah, like you'd be dumb not to be looking at Reddit just to, to find stuff. There's every day for the most part, Reddit's going to have something that could be worthy to talk about on the Star Wars Time Show or even throw up on uh, .net. So yeah, I mean, one of the big things that they came up with last time was fucking George Lucas's killed show, right? Yeah, dude. How about that? So. Last week, just kind of out of nowhere, really. I mean, I guess the I don't know if the studio that helped him work on the we're talking about Star Wars Underworld, by the way. So this was a legit project back in the last days of the maker's time with his baby. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Apparently, this is what Star Wars 1313, the game was going to tie into. It was going to be uh, set in the underbelly of Coruscant, the, 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 the seedy streets. Where, you know, um, maybe the Mandalorian would have been hanging out, those types of characters. So out of nowhere, Nick, someone dumps all this test footage. Yeah. Like I mean, like nine minutes. It's, it's, it's essentially a, a five-minute demo reel with decent to rudimentary VFX work being done, all the live-action shot, you know, some special effects here or there. And then you get to see them actually shoot it on all green screen. And that's where you know it's legit. I mean, if it's a Lucas project, it's going to be all green and almost zero practical shit, right? 
Oh, yeah, 100%. And just like watching this video, the thing, because there's a lot of fantastic VFX artists that work it's, on it's YouTube. It's so George, though. Right when yeah. you hit play, it's like, my God, that's my buddy right there. You can yeah, tell. That, that's, it's 100% Lucas. And then, like, you can see the production value being put into it. Like, the set is full of extras. There's people in legit Stormtrooper outfits. There's people dressed oh, as yeah, fucking dude. weird so aliens. So, some context like, here. George. This show was essentially developed and worked on from the end of Sith until 2010, so two years before he sold it. And Five years of work. Now, when I look at this and, and think about what happened, I, I literally think this is why he sold. He I, killed I, it. Yeah, that's, this yeah, is what I, killed him. I, I think he was like, you know what? I, I can't. I don't want to shell this type of money out to do this because, Nick, he had 50 scripts in, in the bank. Yeah. So about 100 episodes of content if they were, I think they're going to be like 43 minutes, so a traditional hour-long show without commercials. Yeah. And um, it, 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 what, Dude, okay. here It's like George, George, George. We're, I'm sorry, man. We're sorry. Why would you take this from us? There was going to be a planned two-episode arc featuring Vader going to the underbelly to quell a rebellion by himself. Yeah. I mean, this is... I don't that, want... <laughs> right there, that could be the pitch. Like, if I was yeah. Joe Joe Trillionaire, if some guy came in and said, I, I'm going to pitch this Star Wars project to you in essentially one sentence, I'd be like, ha, ha, yeah, whatever. And he says that, or she says that, I'd be like, all right, fuck, let's go. All right, yeah, he, right here's now. $500 million. <laughs> right I mean, now. Because this is what, I mean, like Matt said, 43 minute long, up to 100 episodes. Do you realize how much fucking money that would have cost? Especially back in 2005, 2010, when like you still had to pay a decent chunk of change for VFX. Like VFX have gotten a lot cheaper now. They've gotten a lot better. They're a lot more affordable. Well, it's just, um, it's because you don't need as many bodies. The mach- you don't, yeah. So you don't need as many machines. They can just process shit quicker. I mean, that's why, I mean, all you have to remember is that it literally took three years between Star Wars movies back then to make them. And, and, the, and the shooting was done in whatever, six in months. In like six even months. If, it was even if all that. post-processing yeah, VFX Yeah, just to get work. all the VFX processed. Yeah, it, it's... It's nuts to think that this is what George was. This was basically his ultimate culmination post Revenge of the yeah, Sith. It was broke this his back. Show. It had to have broke him. I, this had to have broke. I, I don't know if it was like, God, I, 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 I've spent five years on this and I still can't figure out a way to produce it to where I can still have total control. That's and just the problem, get someone to yeah. distribute it for me. I think that was the problem because if you think 2005, 2010, that is not direct to consumer streaming content yet. Like Netflix was around. I think Netflix just started streaming then, very basic streaming. Yeah. I mean, let's, uh, I'll just do a little Netflix kind of thing here. Um, and like it was very close to that, but yeah, there, there was nothing there. There was no streaming services back then. So, and George, always fronts everything like he only partners up with studios to distribute yeah exactly like he doesn't have a bankroller like you know when he first did the original trilogy yeah i think fox helped him produce the following two after the first one but like he doesn't have a disney or fox or a no, columbia pictures or anything behind of, he 
is the Lucas and Lucas film for those of you that didn't know that. Yeah, exactly. So he had nobody <laughs> I mean, just giving him the money. goddamn studio. Yeah, like he had nobody fucking giving him money. Like it was it was crazy. But it, it like, just I mean is the was it they 50 scripts all the time. I mean just this this demo reel. The the Vader arc. I mean, the, was he just defeated by the money and just said fuck it all? I think it was a combo. It was the combo of the money and it was a combo of the distro. Because if he was doing this and say everything went well and five yeah, after you're, five you're, years it's of development, the distro. You're right. Yeah, like he he's like I'm ready to release it. The only way he would have been able to release it is on traditional cable television unless he would have made a deal with Showtime or Netflix or Cin- or not Netflix HBO, right, HBO yeah. Cinemax something like that where he does a like a Game of Thrones style show yeah and but but That's that was should have done 100% that would have been the only way to do it because your only other option then is to go to Fox and say like, okay, I have a hundred episodes of TV content, 43 minutes each. It's you know what else it could have been? Maybe he did, but then you got to think there was a little bit of stink on star Wars. There, well, yeah. I mean, there, I can remember and, and trust me, I, you, you probably think I'm making this up. I can remember back then 2006, there was a rumor about this show and it was a lot. They were like, it's going to be fucking live action TV Star Wars. And I was oh, like, yeah, Holy dude, shit. I, I think I honestly think they're talking about in Star Wars Insider. I mean, I think it was pretty out and open. Yeah. And it was just another one of those things like 1313 that just disappeared. And then you had the sale and everything just kind of got swept under the rug. And you're like, all right, well, but there that's you go. the yeah. I mean, that's the problem is like he didn't have an avenue to release it. If this uh, do, do you happened, think he goes to Disney like, hey, I've also got this shit. Do you guys want this and they're like yeah wink wink we'll do something and like yeah whatever fucking i mean i don't know it it could i mean like if if literally the content was there disney probably fucking owns this like if that's what i mean just looking at it now it's like let's go let's let's you know throw some dollars at this bobby boy come on yeah like take the scripts and and see what's workable now because i'm all about good prequel content my friend i don't want to hate the prequel at least live action sense i love the the animated stuff but but if if they can take it and if this is the route that they're going to go for the next you know two three years for for star wars live action content is disney plus like if you have 100 hours of or you know 100 episodes of bank content that you haven't looked at yet have fucking some somebody on the story group Pablo whoever the fuck else yeah, read whatever. through this shit and see I if mean, it's dude, workable. we're essentially just screaming into a black hole right now I know, because right? <laughs> it, even if we had their ear they 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 would never do anything that intelligent they they've already shown us that they have really no control over at least the 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 cinematic stuff yeah so nothing i mean but Look, dude, this is this goes back to the to the comic stuff, the once for Vader. This this would have been it because this was set post Sith, but still kind of young within the Empire rising. Yeah, I mean this. I could, mean the, the, the two part Vader thing that could have happened ten more times. Yeah, I mean who knows what could happen with this Kenobi series now that it's being rewritten? But like it's, that it's is a, this this is an opportunity. Maybe we do see Kenobi get off of Tatooine. Maybe he does encounter Vader. Maybe, you know, there's a lot of possibilities with that series because of the time period that it is set in, which is the same time period that this 
Uh, I, I still don't think Kenobi and Vader can meet face to face because of the line so. on the Death Star. Yeah, it, yeah, it would it would kill that. Like, that, yeah, that would be too much for some fans, even me. I don't think that they could meet, but I think that he could like try to track uh, him down. Yeah. Like, if there's like a, if there is if if he's quelling a rebellion, I mean, like, not even no. track down for forced visions like Ray and fucking Kylo. Yeah, something. But I mean, I think that. And look, you can't fault Disney for this. This is something that George threw away on his own. And like Matt said, before, well before the acquisition. You would, uh, like you said, though, you'd still think they, they may own this. It's not, I oh, mean, yeah. unless he deleted it into the recycle bin of the world. I, I don't know. I mean, yeah, I, I don't know what they got it, but it could have been, hey, fuck it. We're, we're going to sit yeah. on this. No one cares. We're, Again, we're doing our own thing. That really depends on what the contract stipulated. Because like. If the contract didn't mention unreleased and unproduced projects, then he wouldn't have to give this to him. Like if the contract that he signed with Disney was only for like the Star Wars license and previously released and produced content, then this show could have just been kept under George's bed and never fucking handed over. I know, and that—that's the sad thing. It's like I know everyone wants to hate Disney sometimes, but without them, look what he was doing. Look what he was willing to just. Literally let the world see throw into the garbage can, like five (laughs) years of work into the fucking (laughs) trash. And Uh, look, if this would have been done, if this was 2010 to 2015 instead of 05 to 010 or to 10, we probably would have gotten it on a direct to consumer streaming service like Netflix, because that's when Netflix hit its fucking stride. Like Netflix was it 2010? 2015 was like, Think about Netflix 2015, five years ago. Like I was in Austin and Netflix was, that was the only fucking TV I was watching. Like that was when Netflix had really come into its own in terms of, um, did we ever figure out when it first got streaming though? Cause I, I, can, I think it was before 2015. Um, no, uh, 2013, some, somewhere around there. Um, hold on. It's Netflix in t- April 2011 had over 23 million subscribers in the United States alone, and then changed its pricing, charged customers for mail rental service and streaming. Yeah, I, services I was on separately. Netflix when I was getting motherfucking shit in the mail. Yeah, man. I was getting it in. So it was like 2011 is when they announced the the streaming and direct mail split that never happened. So then the streaming had to come out in 2010 ish. Yeah. That's what I thought. Yeah. So, but by 2015, fucking Netflix, look at that. Yeah. 10, 10 years. But like, it's been around like streaming service has legitimately been around for 10 years. But like in 2010, it was literally like them streaming like shit that was already out. Like they were streaming fucking friends and, and show they didn't hit their, their content production. Oh yeah. Until yeah. Yeah. 2015. Totally. No, they, 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 when they started streaming, they were just trying to essentially give you their, their DVD Blu-ray service online. Yeah, exactly. So if, if, if we, if it would have been 2015 and George is like, I, I got it, but I just need somewhere to, to put it out. I mean, fucking Daredevil released in April 2015. Like, that would have been where it came to, was Netflix. Huh. And it's unfortunate. It's all timing with that, and it's, it's fucking sad we, because... We've been, we've been fucked left and right with Star Wars, let me tell you. 
<laughs> yeah. So um, it's really cool. If you guys haven't seen this footage, Matt put up an awesome video showing, you know, showing the footage, going over what it was and, and kind of giving the, the SWT spin to it. So um, go check that out on YouTube. Um, but yeah, man, it's, it's unfortunate. Maybe, maybe we can get pieces of this sprinkled into stuff like, you know, Mando or Obi, but we'll never know. <laughs> so yeah, like speaking of Kenobi, I just, I don't have warm and fuzzies about that, but I think we kind of harped on that last week. So you gotta, you gotta just, but this, yeah, if you haven't checked out this underworld side. stuff, please do. Cause I think it would have had so much potential, especially, especially if the Vader stuff is true. I mean, if that. If that is legit, it, th- that's all I want. I mean, Rogue One, that little segment, is my Star Wars life, essentially. Like, like that's why Vader's my spirit animal. Yeah. That, that's everything. I, I want to see that, but I want full movies, trilogies, seasons worth, it, whatever. Mm-hmm. Give it yeah. to me. I 100% agree all with right. that. <laughs> so speaking of stuff we want and we'll never get and see i just did the speaking of so. <laughs> bad mad bad loser she's let nick drive the ship uh but hey we got another round of fleet concept art from duel of the fates and boy oh boy is there some great shit in there and uh, you know the disclaimer will be put out yes we fully understand and i think we sometimes have to put this out for you all even what we're about to talk about would never have been real life because this is coming from a script, a, a draft, whatever you want to call it, that predated Carrie Fisher passing. So this, too, would have had to have been fundamentally changed. Yeah. I mean, like, I'm sure some of the core concepts and, you know, plot plot threads could have stayed, but, like, you would have had to, like Matt said, fundamentally. Some of the big, yeah, some of the bigger moments would have been massively changed, like yeah. the entire fucking ending yeah, uh, you know, the big save, <laughs> all that shit. But anyways, dude, we got, I think it was like 2028 20, or whatever screens. We'll just kind of like we did last week, flip through them all, give a couple comments, maybe be smart asses, maybe appreciate it, maybe cry, maybe punch our dicks. You never know, right? Um, yeah. <laughs> so up first, pretty cool shot. I mean, in this one, these this set feels like it. a lot of them come from the opening act of the movie where – uh, again, if you remember what's going on in this version of Episode Nine, the good guys when it starts, they're on, they're trying to sabotage. Is it Quat? Quat? Yeah, yeah it's, the I've Quat shipyards. Said Quat shipyards, drive yards, whatever you want to call it. Right. Um, so they're on there trying to sabotage the shit. So we got BB-8 kind of decked out in uh, FO ball droid attire. It's like he's got a little different that, headpiece on yeah, to head disguise himself. Yep. Yeah, so that that's then, pretty slick. It's uh, pretty fun. Something similar to kind of, you know, kind of what we got in TLJ, where we put the garbage can on top of him, was rolling around, pretending right? To be but a little way. more, a little more spy authentic. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Their, their their budget in the spy department has definitely gone up in this movie. Yeah. Then uh, next up, we get a shot of the Kuat shipyard's orbital ring. Right, because that's what they're trying to blow up, because it's essentially sucking minerals and shit from the planet to, to yeah. help build all the ships. But that's what they were there to blow up, and they ultimately fail to blow the whole thing up. Yeah. Um, um, so just a shot. looks, you know, we, we would have seen what was going on down on in the village on Kauai. You got yeah. some local residents, some dog-like aliens, ties flying around. 
Yep. And then next up, we get a shot of storming, yeah. storming the Star Destroyer. Yeah. Ray Look at this, dude. Ray Pofin. That looks really right. cool. So Ray's in a like she's not whipping the 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 Jedi Luke thing. She's like I kind of say in my video, which I did a video on this. So shame on you if you didn't didn't watch that. But to, that's straight up Han Skywalker to me. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a perfect blend of both of them. I mean, I believe that's Luke's belt. In fact. Yes, that utility belt that he had from episode four, very similar. Uh, no, I think that's his, I'd have or to look at my Barbie doll, RMTJ but I think one. that's his Jedi. Okay, yeah. Whatever, oh, or it yeah, could be the, Han's, the like either way, it's 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 a yeah. belt that reminds me of though. but I mean, she's got the gun on her side, I mean, it looks like she's kind of island journey, but that's where I get the Han Solo influence there, I mean, it almost looks like a vest set up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but then she's got that double-bladed. Yeah, it, I mean the double bladed was something that I was really hoping for, but it does, and that's another <sighs> thing. You just got Ryan Johnson teed it up, like yo, you could just in between movies just have her build a saber, kind of like Luke did. Yeah, and everyone would be cool with it because it would have made narrative sense. And no, we don't. We don't <laughs> get that. We get like all fucking soldered together with a leather patch over it. But anyways. Yeah, so you get the double bladed, but look at the dudes, man. I mean, it's like they're whipping like almost. It's almost like phasma like, armor, uh, or yeah. I don't know. If, I don't know if it's it's just the way the artist shaded it, if it's just standard trooper armor. But I I love Poe and Finn fucking decked out in that shit. Yeah, I know it looks awesome, like a full infiltration mission. Like they were dressed up like stormtroopers, just like Luke and Han were in Episode Four. That was really awesome. I mean, you, you you do get somewhat of this in Tross, you know. I mean, you it, it's it's Poe, Finn, and Chewie, but Ray's on the ship too, and they are kind of acting like a strike team. And I believe uh, Oscar even said that's kind of what they've been practicing for the year, or whatever, in between movies. And uh, this shot in particular evokes that. You know, it's like they're Navy SEALs or something, but in yeah. Star Wars. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's a really cool fucking. So uh, I mean, they uh, it does look like they end up managing to blow that shit up, but they also steal this Eclipse Star Destroyer, which just looks wicked. I mean, it has this huge fin in fin. front of it. Yeah, like a fin that extends down in from the tip of the the Star Destroyer. I don't know what the purpose of that is, but yes, it looks really fucking cool. Yeah, it just like ram shit in half, you know? You yeah. could like cut other Star Destroyers in half. That's how big that thing is. Yeah. So that, that's them stealing that motherfucker. Uh, then we get a shot here, and I, I just speculate here because I do remember when Kylo is searching for uh, artifacts to make him more powerful or whatever. I, I'm assuming to get him the Mortis. He, he does find a, a Sith artifact, if not a holocron, and the motherfucker explodes on him. Mm-hmm. And it, it really does fuck him up. And th- this art here kind of shows that and how he's being healed by these wommels, they call him, on Morban. So, yeah, it says that he was basically almost dead. So Right. Like he, he essentially got Vader, and that's why he gets that new helmet, by the way. Yeah. And doesn't just rebuild one from scraps, which when you think about it, really makes no sense. But whatever. Uh, here's a great shot of Leia whipping her, you know, ROTJ Ewok braids. Yeah, yeah, looks good. Um, next great up, great shot have, again of, of Ben getting this his Vaderized essentially. Yeah, yeah, it's like turning more into Darth Vader with the with the helmet coming down shot, just like we saw uh, Vader in Episode Five when he's in his meditation chamber. Oh yeah, and now I mean th- this version of the helmet, it, it's it's straight up 
there's a huge Vader influence, but you could argue some of that Revan's still in there and the Death Trooper. Yeah, uh, it, it looks great. I mean, this this shot, this shot, if it ever was real, would have looked amazing. Yeah, uh, this stuff here, this kind of new to me. Uh, I don't remember reading this in any of the in any of the summaries, at least the videos I did. So as usual, I suck. <laughs> But apparently, uh, I think this would have been what, like Team B? It would have been Poe, Ray, Chewie. Wrote, yeah. Uh, I believe BB 8, whatever. Yeah. Uh, but they're on the run from the Knights of Rend, and they, they literally crash the Falcon into, with light speed, into this planet called Wavette. Yeah. And then they're chilling there in the next piece. Uh, that's yep, just a nice just... looking shot. Mm-hmm. Here's Bonadam. We talked right. about this last week. Just other looks. I mean, it, it yeah, it's got like a, on a Kashyyyk feel to it. It does sorta. like that multi-leveled kind right. of build like structure. Kashyyyk, but then Canto Bite-ish in the background. Yeah. Um, uh, another uh, shot of Bonadam with the razor sails. Yeah, yeah. And then we see Chewie choking a Knight of Ren on Bonadam, and the the. Uh, the quote on the image says Chewie grabs the Knight of Ren, throws him in the air, and shoots him out of the sky like a clay pigeon. Yeah, nice. that that would have been as epic as we would have ever seen Chewie do anything. Really, yeah. I, that, that's a shame. And and those are moments that were just missed in general because they they could have done that shit in Tross. I, yeah, I, I mean, still don't like understand they, why they reduced the Knight of Ren to essentially bullshit. I mean, they cut like you said, they like. JJ filmed Chewie fighting the Knights of Ren and they fucking cut it for no reason. Like, yeah, I, don't. I, like I don't know who made that. Again, like, I... Gotta get people out of there quick. Yeah, like, I... JJ had... And look, you can say this for every filmmaker ever for any... Like, JJ had a story that he wanted to tell in good intentions and it just seemed like for some reason the studio wanted to screw him and I don't understand why. So no, yeah, it's it's weird, but hey, whatever. We're, yeah. Remember, we're in pretend land right now. We can only dream. Uh, next series of shots are just Kylo approaching the temple on Ren the Core that he sought yeah. out, almost got himself killed. Yeah, this and looks this, like the first one looks like it actually looks pretty reminiscent of the first time he walks up to Exegol, like the big thing on Exegol. Yeah, yeah, totally. I mean, the 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 planet looks pretty blown out, barren, black. So mm-hmm. there are. I mean, you got to remember, Trevorrow did get credited. Yeah. In Tross. So there's a reason for that. I don't think that was just like a, hey, we, we feel bad. And also, like, you don't, yeah, like, you, you have to give credit if a certain amount of content is used. Like, that is, like, I don't know how fucking movie land works, but I know that, like, if you use a certain amount of content from a previously written draft of a script, you have to credit somebody for it. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. So next shot is showing kylo and his droid which is kind of hard to see it's like a little round floaty droid in front of him yeah it's kind of like those motherfuckers from destiny would you call those yeah, things uh, ghosts yeah ghosts. the ghosts exactly yeah. so him and his ghosts are navigating the remnicor ruins and it looks like he's he might be walking through some sort of like graveyard here you can see like armor on the ground you can see a bunch of other stuff kind of spread throughout the like what is it like banners and shit like that um, Kylo sucks the life from a tree on Remnicor. Yeah, so this would have been after he obviously linked up with Torval. He's, he's starting to practice this maneuver, and it, it even yeah. looks like the visual that uh, they use with Palpatine. So exactly, yeah. Uh, we get a, a new Resistance ship. It's kind of cool looking. When I first looked at it, it reminded me of something from Star Wars Rebels, but then I was like, nah, <laughs> nah. 
nah. Uh, like the first Phantom, but nah. Uh, <laughs> this is cool here. This I this concept of Finn getting locked up in a work camp on Coruscant. Yeah, again, like some of these things call out like early draft, second draft, whatever. Like I don't, so I don't think that this made it into the script league. Right, that right. was out there. Yeah, we get a, the Falcon in a, a ship battle on Coruscant. And, you know, we we talked that uh, Coruscant would have been the climax. You would have had a space an air battle like within the 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 city skyline of Coruscant and then that ground battle so yeah uh, BB8's involved in that this this is a follow up to I think that shot we were talking about last week with R2 yeah yeah and then you see stormtroopers fighting against Coruscant citizens yeah just it would have been a very unique looking Star Wars ground battle cuz we've only really seen in terms of big ones you know obviously Ge- Geonosis that battle yeah, uh, and that's that's really it. I mean, you got glimpses of shit on Kashyyyk, minor glimpses of stuff on uh, was that Felucia? Yeah, yeah. But th- th- this would have been more akin to the wars we fight ourselves these days, you know, in the yeah. cities, blowing shit up, guerrilla warfare. You see Molotov yeah. cocktails flying through the air and stuff like that. So um, next up, you see Kylo inside of a cave on Remnicor. And this is when he's going through his training with Tor Valum, saying vengeance in the force, describes it as vengeance in the force or something. Yeah, it's like when that. he would have it's when he was gonna fight, fight Vader. old grandpappy and, and lose. Yeah. Um and then next up we see a it's almost like a Bob Ross painting, <laughs> but it's of uh Yeah, I mean motherfucking castle up there you know yeah. it looks like it's on the in the swiss alps or something yeah so this is ray gazing at the temple on mortis um which is again like this whole i would have been interested to see how they execute this mortis thing because the way that it was done in the way that mortis was done in the show from what i can remember is like they just showed up there like there was no yeah it, it's very barren and it, it does seem like your visions or visions are just kind of a part of it. So who knows? Maybe Mortis renders certain ways for everybody. For people, yeah. Um, next up, we see Kylo facing off with um, Ray at on you know Mortis's temple. How do you like Ray just kind of just in a straight up ponytail? I mean, that, that is kind of a big thing for the character of Ray. Yeah, yeah. She usually has like very. The, like the bun system going on yeah interesting hairstyle so this she would have just been whipping a simple simple ponytail um next up is (laughs) the the fucking shot here is literally just a photoshopped image from fucking yoda from five um and this is like basically when like ray is assuming she's dead she finds out her your you are jedi ray solana telling her her last name but you will not be the last something similar to what we heard in, in Tross. Uh, you know, find the balance within the light and the dark, blah, blah, blah. Kind of getting the spiel from Yoda, Obi, and, and Luke. Um, Finn reads Yeah, it's a, essentially when they offer her, do you want to come to Jedi heaven or go back? Yeah, it was, it's the Harry Potter moment where Dumbledore tells him, <laughs> you can die now or you can go back and fight. So it's, that's just from there. Um, the next shot we see Ray force lifting the Falcon out of a frozen lake. Yeah, so she's getting it back after I, I'm assuming everything's all said and done. Kylo's dead, but Ben's redeemed through death and saving Ray. She chose to come back. She's like, "Hey, fuck it, I'll go get that thing." Because I remember we parked it there. 
And then the last two shots are just kind of closing out with her showing up on Modesta uh, where BB-8's at, Finn's at, and apparently other little Force-sensitive kids. Yeah, where she is training her new generation. The end. Um, So again, like the art looks cool. Um, I think that the this whole the the arc of you know Kylo going to this Remnicor planet and learning some new force powers would have been really interesting to see. Um, I mean, overall, I think Colin had good ideas, um, and I think that the art looks pretty fucking cool from it. So yeah, and from what we've heard, the whole reason he left is it came down to creative differences, and yeah, I'm assuming after you know he's either told to change this because of stuff Ryan was doing, and then obviously the the carry thing is massive. I mean, yeah. He would have had to rewrite a, a major parts because they probably wouldn't have been able to do what JJ was able to do with footage from his film. Just yeah, like you would have had to request that footage from from JJ. Like I don't know how that would have worked. I, I'm not saying they would have held back the footage. I just don't think it would have worked in the context Leia was being used here. Oh I mean, no, JJ yeah. literally had to write yeah Leia you, you, to account for the footage he had. You had to take your final main character from the original trilogy and and write her down to a way that she could be used in cut footage. Like, I don't think people appreciate how difficult that is. Oh, it's nuts what he did. I mean, I, I know Billy Lord, her, her daughter filled in as, yeah. you know, I think during the, the scene, the, the flashback the dark scene. scenes and whatnot. Yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, I mean, it's fucking, it's hard to do that. I mean, right. you take... This is how Carrie dying was was just yeah massive. It, it was a huge travesty in real life, but for this trilogy, it it it, it torpedoed it, any it, chance. It, of yeah, it. it fundamentally just changed it fucking, everything. About it really it. did. It, you really, if you're someone out there, you've been angry at something Star Wars. Just think about that. Think about Carrie Fisher, one of the main cast members, who's going to have a major role in the final movie, Dice. Yeah. Before you filmed anything. Yeah. I mean, this, the, the way that I explained it to my friend was like, you to, you, you basically took Kylo's only link to the light side, only tangible, actual link, not just somebody that he just met in Ray. And you take it away from the entire film. Like you, you, he no longer has that thing. And the thing that eventually leads to his redemption there for the whole movie you have her there for four and a half minutes or however much screen time she got like it it torpedoes it it's impossible to tell a a cohesive narrative tale that is relying on that character when she's dead like it's unfortunate but that is the world that we live in so i mean external forces internal forces kind of playing against the whole sequel trilogy to be honest um and some of them you can blame on Disney, and some of them you can't. Like you can't fucking blame Disney for Carrie Fisher passing away. It's, I mean, I mean it's just, just you really got to sit down and reflect on that. Her dying fucked the shit out of dude, Episode Nine. You, like I said, one if she's alive, I don't think JJ makes this movie. I think Colin still does it. Like this movie gets made. Yeah, like no, this, and that's where we, that's how we got on this tangent. I, I do believe that was kind of the the final straw with Colin. He's like, oh, he's like, fuck. What, what do you want me to do at this point? And he's like, I'm done. Yeah, and then even if Colin isn't there, JJ writes an entirely different movie. If if 
fucking Carrie Fisher is alive. Carrie Fish, that is Carrie Fisher's movie if yes. she's alive. Yes. <laughs> like, like, that's what it's people that, don't get. I think people forget that sometimes, like, just how huge her dying when she did yeah. really is. I mean, just go back and, and like, read the, the, the interviews with Kathleen and with, with you know, uh, with Billy and her brother around the time she died. Like, they literally said, like, episode nine was her film. Like even Mark Hamill said that like episode like she was the star of episode nine like that that it was her movie and then like you remove her from the equation and you have to figure out like okay we take away the the entire you know essentially the connective tissue of this film how do we build it now like how do we remake this from scratch and uh, I mean we it's you know bummer it's a bummer. And, it is. And lo and behold, we did it again, didn't we? We, <laughs> we managed to bum out over what Star Wars could have been, and it really doesn't matter. You know, soon enough, we will. Ha- there will be enough distance from from Tross and from all of these leaks around Duel of Fates and everything else to where, you know, we'll we won't have to kind of dwell on it anymore. I mean, we're right around the corner from Clone Wars releasing and. The one good thing that we always have to rely on week in and week out here at the Star Wars Time Show is our top five Star Wars artist features of the week and the toy community in general. I mean, that is what that we is right, people. For. It is that time break out the sirens. You know how we do it. I've been sitting around laying in my bed in the morning sharing all these shots that you motherfuckers keep dumping on me. And there are tons of them. Tons. Tons. I mean, Nick, it, it's it's getting worse and worse. I feel like I almost need to hire someone to start doing this shit for me. I wish we my kid was IG old enough to figure it out because I'm about ready to pass the shit over to her. Because, I don't know, I, I mean, I guess it's finally working. The, the word of mouth, the community itself, people are actually buying into the shit we shovel into their ears every week for some reason. <laughs> I don't know why. I guess that's why I call them assholes, but... It's working, and we do love you assholes for this shit. It's fantastic. I mean, the the interactions throughout the week, I can't stress enough, you know, how much they, you know, make me smile sometimes. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck? You always got, you know, we, we permanently now have Greg and Spencer Barron on this top five whining bandwagon stuff. Yeah, and the, that, the that's fun. The, that, that's fun. They're, they're, they've got a whole little GIF wagon going on our <laughs> Facebook right now. I can't even I see it. some of the GIFs. Are, they're exploding. I think they've dropped so many in the same damn chat window. But that's what we're here for, right? That's what a community is. Star Wars time. There's always time for it. Whether you're getting top five or not, it doesn't matter. As long as you're involved with Star Wars time, you're having a good we time, love you, right? And we appreciate you. Yes. I mean, how many um, more times can I say the word time? There's a lot of time for Star Wars time. Exactly. Multiple times for Star Wars oh, time. Oh, speaking of that, I, I a couple shout outs this week. I'm gonna start trying to do these more often as as uh throughout the week when I'm commanding the Star Wars Time Show IG. I'm going to start writing down some of the interactions I've had. I mean, you know, talk about them on the show. Because if you're not in the top five, at least you're, you know, you're in, you're in the know. You're in the loop. You're having fun. It's like you're hanging out with us. But our boy, one of the original goats, one of the first ever super fans of the Star Wars Time Show, one of the few recipients of 
the first run Star Wars time has. Mister mm-hmm. Everett Kylo dropped a new post today, and in the BTS, the good man is sporting the Star Wars mm-hmm. time hat. On backwards, <laughs> so you can see the branding front and center <laughs> like a pimp. There we go. Have you seen it, there Nick? There we go. Have I haven't seen, seen it yet. Pull it up right look. now. We, we, we got to give this man his due. He needs some praise here. I mean, this is something that you called out specifically on air. You were Damn like, hey, straight. And that's, that's, why I know, that's why I know Jesse's a diehard, because that motherfucker listens. I can speak to him through Let's the see. show. Like, when I can it's speak a- to you through the show... That's when I know you're a legit fan. Right? Ah, there it is. You like that That's shit? That's beautiful. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know what? I may just have <laughs> to feature that. <laughs> like, yeah, I, I think, know, right? I think that, uh, I mean, I'm almost always down to feature Jesse just because I love his work. I mean, and he is the man of many explosions, uh, but I feel like I just, I need to throw that in there right there. I mean, that I know, is a right? shot. That's beautiful. That's a beautiful. That's how you do motherfucking behind the scenes, my friends. If you have a Star Wars time hat, that is how you do it. Check them out. Ever thin. Kylo. It's E V E R T H I N G K Y L O. Beautiful. But yeah, stuff like that's fantastic. Again, those hats will be coming Ah, back around. Boy. The 5K mark right now. Yeah, and those, those of you, of you. Uh, there's a few of you that have put dibs on the first run. Nick and I are trying to work through logistics. I'll I'll be in touch. Don't worry. Yeah, Don't, we've heard I your mean, calls. Uh, there, there's one of you out there that I, we just we have to send you one, and that that's I have that's cryo f- man. I mean that that dude. Yeah, yes, 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 yes. It's like I mean, at this point he's he's the man i mean i I, i'm at a loss for words i mean this guy is dropping like what was the last one he did of us where r2's like shooting our logo out down the lake like we're you know leia's message i mean that that shit is fantastic it makes me smile it gets my nipples hard so we i don't i mean i think i'm the only one who has any left and i don't have many left i think i only have two um but look the the original run that we did was literally like Matt and I were gearing up to go to celebration. He's like, dude, I did some hats. You want some? I was like, yeah, fucking bring them on. And that was it. I think it was 10 hats. And that was all we had. And like, there are very select few, you know, number of people out there who have these. And if you have a star Wars time hat right now, consider yourself like, I don't know. You're like royalty because you're one of yeah, the only reason owns the only reason greg didn't get one from us is because i think it would have cost 30 or 40 dollars to ship there so the shipping was insane they shipped to australia it was, weird. Yeah, it was very, very true high. perry from finland he's been wanting one he's like i looked at he looked it up himself he's like he's like cost- if you send it through usps i think you can get it here for about 15 bucks <laughs> all right buddy I'll, I'll think about it. you're on the short list so yes yeah, so i mean i still i look, think great i like how greg just customized one that's my favorite greg's that always is see dedication. i mean jesse got the call out but greg's always got his fucking hat on Je- yeah G- greg greg whips the hat in almost every picture yeah, all, he, all his bts so you, you are yeah. our buddy greg please don't take the top five shit so seriously yeah the top five is the top five is a prestigious and wonderful award that i will say you've already been a part of greg 
Um, but now is the time for us to focus on <laughs> like, our top five. Daddy members. Nick just laid down the motherfucking law. <laughs> Sit down, Mr. Oh, Bird. Yeah. But uh, now it's time for us to get to the top five members of this week. And and I got to say, like, th- it's just become so fun because it's there's so much creativity and there's so much thought put into these shots and it's from people that we know and people we don't know and huge accountants and tiny accounts. That's what I'm liking. I mean, matter. there's like, there's clearly a a dedicated base of taggers that have been there from day one, and, and, and we love you. I mean, it's it's hard. You probably have a shot sitting in my Q folder somewhere. Yeah, I but mean, recently it, there's been a a a mini explosion of new people. And I have to say, some of them are from the land down under, so I'm sure that is Greg's influence. So again, yeah, you can't I thank mean, you I enough, assume my friend. That Greg goes on a a Australian road trip to just spread the word. Like an I, I don't know, it, it, it's <laughs> probably a mixture of that and just the way IG's algo target shit. So we're probably getting spammed in other Australian Star Wars toy photographer shit at this point because of Greg. Yeah, and, and just the niche we've developed there. So it's very possible. But first up this week in the top five, we have a new top five entry from Mayus Hamino. M e u s. I think this is new all around, even just to be featured on IG. So yeah. So I mean, this is quite uh, an accomplishment here. Yeah, I mean, this is this is really fucking Probably cool. From someone this... who could give a flying fuck, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. May, so M-E-U-S underscore H-O-M-I-N-H-O on Instagram. And he's from Brazil, I believe, because um, all of his his captions are in Portuguese. But it's a really good portrait shot of, is this a Hot Toys Luke here that we're yeah, seeing? Yeah, it's got to be Hot Toys Sideshow. I mean, it's definitely one six scale. You can tell by the, the hand joints, which are always rough, but that's just how they are. I mean, yeah. I remember Trevor, one six shooter, he did an example of, he has a technique where he'll actually, I don't know what the fuck it is, but he essentially paints over the joints so it looks like a seamless arm-hand connection. Interesting. But uh, yeah, either I mean, way, yeah, man. I, I uh, These are figures I regret not being into one six scale earlier. I mean, especially with all the fucking money I spent on Funkos. My God. <laughs> My okay. God, uh, how many of these I could have, which are, you know, beautiful little Star Wars Barbie art dolls. But anyways, uh, you can't get any of these anymore. You can't unless you. Oh, you, really? You, oh, no, dude. You have to go to like celebrations or, or toy shows to get this type of shit. Yeah, out. like trade trade shows or something like that. You can't that. get so like, I mean, yeah, the one six scales, they're not like little peg warmers. I mean, maybe you could find one at a disney park but i doubt it i mean th- th- they go all newer disney star wars inventory but once these things sell out at least on sideshow i mean i, I don't know where else you get these unless you live overseas they're pretty much gone you might you might have a chance to get on a wait list but that's your your best bet once these fuckers sell out yeah i mean what's good about this shot from mayus harmony so he has the the a new hope luke here and his you know his episode four garb he's holding the skywalker family blade but it's just like the little details like the obviously this figure is beautiful but like the just the way that he's positioned luke's head the reflections of the saber that he put in luke's eyes the, i was gonna say that's the catcher for me right there. oh yeah it's dude the, that's um, like it pulls the, the eye in. reflection and then just like the the way that he put the glow on his hair, his, his hair, his face, I mean, Mayus Hominio really 
took the lighting of this shot to the next level and that's what really makes it pop like it's a it's a very close-up shot of luke and you get the glow of the saber and then that saber is what really kind of ignites the rest of the shot um so it's just a fucking fantastic job here in the post-processing work done by Mays Hominil on the shot. So, at M-E-U-S underscore H-O-M-I-N-H-O. Yeah. This is shit. I need Instagram. to get back to this stuff because I, I had a little shoot yesterday. I, I, um, I got the comedian, which is essentially the way of not paying license, I guess, to say the Joker figure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's He's all decked out in the maroon or red suit, whatever you want to call it. Three heads, different face paint sculpt it's great great barbie but i set him up i was like fuck it i'll do some indoor i haven't done indoor shoots in fur fucking ever and i just start going i'm like god damn i love indoor (laughs) i started (laughs) outdoor and i thought that was the only way to do it but indoor you have so much more control over the lighting and you can just without any elaborate background maybe just a light in the background you can just the way you can manipulate light with either atmosphere aerosol or any type of fog or anything that's going to kind of reflect or diffuse light. It's just crazy some of the effects you get. And I did a shoot with the comedian. And I don't know, I think I got some fucking gems. I'm sure IG will kick me in the balls and fucking pull my hoodie over my head and throw me in the <laughs> toilet and be like, ha, ha, ha. whenever you think you have a really good shot, trust me, it's not that good, but we'll see. Look for it on a toy pop session. Yeah, that's me doing some self promotion. I, I mean, there was a you, you put out a good Kenobi yesterday. I mean that that Kenobi. That yeah, you put I out shot Walt. that in May of last year. <laughs> 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 just just to give you some insights into uh, some of the shots I've been releasing lately. Most of them were shot many months ago. That was uh, that's the Matt Haywood special. It's is. stupid, <laughs> and I'm I'm trying to get better at that. I've I've almost got my backlog of post edits. I think under thirty or forty individual shots. Very nice, very nice. But yeah, um, sorry, no, sorry yeah. there, Mace Hamino or Hominho. I like that. Like Hominho. H o m i n h o. So. Uh, Mayus Hamino, first time top five entry, and it, it is a beautiful shot of Luke A and H style. Next up is a so this is you know reading the captions and stuff like this. I found out that this is an actual Galaxy of Adventures figure. Is this right, Matt? So this is from Cell Five Thousand on Instagram. Yeah, man. These I'm not gonna. I, I agree with him. I have not collected these just because at some point in your life you do have to draw a line. You know. You can't have all the Star Wars. <laughs> you really can't. I mean, unless you're just filthy rich, it's just it's it's not economically sound. So I, I drew a line at these, but I do agree with it with Cell Five Thousand here. I, I love this line because it does kind of have that cartoony look, but you also get a little bit of posability, and you know they they are good looking figures. They are. I mean, that's they are the really smaller is. size. I mean, these aren't like the six inches, but I don't think they're quite as small as the three and three quarter inch either. Maybe they're like a four incher, like, like a tweener. My, yeah, that's what they say about my weenie sometimes. <laughs> it's a tweener. Yeah, but um, in between three and four inch. I mean, the way. So that's what I was going to ask you about specifically with this figure is that the posability looks pretty good because what we see is Kylo Ren and the galaxy of adventures art style which is really fucking cool you heard matt talking about it earlier in the show um posed really well he has the 
the trough yeah, I bet style this thing helmet. has about 10 to 11 points of articulation, which isn't bad for, for a little figure. Yeah, and, and the way that, that Cell 5000 has him posed is really kind of cool. I mean, he has the, the trough-style helmet underneath his yeah. arm. Yeah, good he lighting here, too. I love that, how we got the, oh, uh, yeah. the reflection off the blade. I'm yeah, assuming I that's mean, done in post, or at least enhanced in post, but it looks good. Nice contrast. Yeah. And, and and just all around this this figure looks really cool. The pose that Cell Five Thousand has him in is it works really well. The post processing is really cool. I like how he has him like this could be Kajimi because he's standing on yeah, like yeah. a snow yep. planet. Mm-hmm. He got some some snow coming down in the background. It's just an overall really powerful shot here on a figure that you don't see that often. Um, for the Galaxy. No, you're Avengers right. Not not many figure. people shoot this line. There there have been a few. I do like it. Like I said, I just it's just one of those deals where you just have to say, "All right, buddy, stop it." Yeah, yeah. yeah so your, your kid needs to eat. <laughs> but you can play with the figures too. Um, that's that's what I say, but yeah. some people don't agree. Um, so this is at cell underscore five thousand on Instagram. Absolutely fantastic shot here. Really cool line. Really cool uh, overall picture, sir. It's a new account to her. Uh, a low follow account, I'll say. Only six hundred followers, so hopefully we can get Sean. Really, some new I thought Sal's been a long, been around longer than that. Yeah, let's go. Let's get yeah, Sean let's, up there, man. He's got some good stuff some... in there. That's a nice looking Punisher shot. Scroll oh, yeah. through his feed. Punisher, this this fucking. Do, oh Ant-Man yeah, look at look at his. Uh, I I never do these. I always forget. People tag me to do these, Nick. If you're looking at Sal's stuff here. But every month, there's a tag that goes around. Essentially, month, name, year, fave toy photos. Yep. And the idea is you post them and you tag some people. And if you get tagged, you should do it. And I get tagged and I sometimes don't do it. It's not because I'm too good. I just fucking forget. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, look at this. <laughs> That's a good portfolio. Oh, yeah. I mean, the guy has some He's excellent work He's got expensive taste in figure collecting. There's no doubt about it. Definitely <laughs> a, a Hot Toys guy. I'm, I'm fucking pissed at myself I didn't get that Stan Lee. Oh, the, uh, I'm not the... a huge, huge Marvel guy. Like it's, it's, I, I love Marvel, but it's not even close to you know, how much I'm into Star Wars. But someone like Stan Lee just in the, in the geekdom, like the geek Yeah, it's just like he's the, someone you just have to love. And worship. I mean, just the regular cultural zeitgeist because of what Marvel turned into. Stan Lee is a God. Oh yeah. Like, and that's why I'm, <laughs> I'm bummed. I, I fucking dilly dallied on this. Cause this is another one right there. I mean, this size, once he's gone, he's gone. I do not believe you can get him anymore. Wow. Uh, but if well, they imagine if they made a George Lucas like that, like, Dude, if you, I don't to. know. You you probably wouldn't have remembered this because this would have been during Celebration Two, but the big figure there that I waited like six fucking hours to get was the George Sackle, and it's essentially George Lucas manipulated, but it was him dressed <laughs> as a rebel pilot. So imagine if they do that in one six scale like this. Oh wow, yeah, so, hot toys. That would be fucking oh, crazy. Boy, Georgia boy. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, sell good shit. Good shit, man. Yeah. At sell underscore five thousand. I like sell. Well He's done. someone I've been uh, tagging on my personal account, and he so far hasn't sent me death threats mean, or hate mail yet. <laughs> yeah, mean mean comments. So, um, next up. Is oh yeah, a, this is my personal favorite of the week. I, hands I figured down. that this was going to be up there. So this is Hands from Yankee. down. 
Yinkeet0675 on Instagram. He's definitely been in our top five before. It's one of Matt's uh, Exclu Collective buddies. Oh, yeah. He, he was one of the, the OG SWT, I think, features oh, top yeah. fivers. Was, but I think he was within the first two or three. I, I, I love this shit, man. I love that he, he ran with this. And what he did is he recreated some of the concept art we were just talking about last week. Yeah, from, from Collins, episode nine from Duel of Fates. And it's the shot of Luke catching Kylo's lightsaber in Force Ghost form. It's fantastic. It is. It's just a really fucking cool. So, like, he clearly is a is a member of the Phantom Menace, hates Tross, and only wants Duel of Fates <laughs> to ever be shown. So we can put Ying in that, in that column here, uh, so much so that he is recreating art from it i mean the, the crazy <laughs> thing is nick is that the the head sculpt on this figure which is not this is i don't know if this is a black series body but this is not a standard head sculpt this is one uh, i actually think south p24 who we featured he's one of the customizers yes. paul i believe is his name south p is a, i yeah. think he made this for keat wow and okay. it really does look like the head in the concept art which is uncanny. it does <laughs> To think that they, they that Paul kind of nailed that, but yeah, I mean, it, I just as I said in in the caption I put on the shot, a masterful recreation of Trevorrow's concept art. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. I mean, this is an absolutely fantastic recreation shot here. It's beautiful with the robot arm emoji. <laughs> yes, the because you know everyone gets an emoji. It. By the way, when I share one, it's just how we roll. Yeah, so. Um, at Y I N G K E E T zero six seven five. Yeah, he's a toy Instagram. photography machine. I mean, th- this, guy this guy literally so puts out. It sometimes it feels like he puts out six new shots a day. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's, it's either it's Star cute. Wars or he's big Marvel DC as well. Yeah, a lot of Marvel. You get some Joker DC shots coming here as well. I mean, Star Wars. The guy has. I mean. <laughs> So he even has some some lewd toy photography. Oh yeah, between yeah. He, Rogue he, gets, and... he gets some sexy time too. <laughs> From Rogue oh, and Cyclops. Keep going, dude. I'm pretty sure he's got some sexy Ray. Oh man, Keat, what are you doing, man? Yeah. He's got naked Wolverine. Yeah. Oh my god. I'm telling you, this he's got like he's fun. got nudie Ray down there. You might have to go a few few swipes, but. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. His last his last nude shoot was with uh, Logan. It was fantastic. Oh man, what a what a mind, what a concept <laughs> here from 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 Keith. So give you see him what a I follow. mean? I mean, the guy literally. Oh yeah, literally content for days, pumping out shots left and right. He's got a he's got some. What is this? He's got fucking. Is that Maria Hill and Black Widow fighting in towels? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, oh, or it dude. might be Scarlet Witch. I can't. Nudie oh, figures are the best. <laughs> so yeah, uh, give Nudie Ray. Nudie Ray was awesome. That's pretty. She's probably way down there. I'd have to scroll down even oh, more. Wow. I mean, he, look at this character. Literally, he's got titty tassels on. <laughs> oh my stuff. god man i just so, i like what he, i like how he kind of soft proof shots i love that it's yeah low. wow wow some really lewd stuff here anyway <laughs> at yinkeet0675 on instagram give him a follow a perv boy <laughs> um all right so next up we have a returning top five member again in a format that we have never featured him in at least on the top five and this is a sith load of lego coming back yeah, how about this i, I was wondering if you're gonna pick series. up on a sith load kind of switching up genres i mean 
I'm not going to call the Haywood Pop the Black Series transformation, but it, it, it might be. Yeah, I mean, this is something that a Cisco the, Lego... The, the thing is, though, he's really good at this stuff. <laughs> yeah, I mean... So, I, I look at some of my pop shots, I'm like, how the fuck did anyone give a shit what I was posting back then? <laughs> I mean, but a, I mean, one, come on. Again, Matt self-deprecating as always, but I mean, Sith Lord of Lego, I mean, he's been featured many times for his absolutely right, fantastic This is one Lego of Nick's stuff. personal favorites because of oh. like the Lego stuff, but I mean, obviously, he's got the same type of eye for... For the uh, 112 scale. Yeah, for the Black Series line as well. So, I mean, what we see here is a, a trooper shot. Yes, the Bucketheads still make it into my top five. Um, but it's a, it's, a, it's a really cool trooper. So you have one down trooper. He's kind of laying in the sand, just got roasted by an explosion. And another one trying to come help him up. But in the heat of battle, you can see the, the laser blast going by, which is one really fucking cool effect that I like. Um, I like that he put in there. And it's just a really cool, it's another wartime trooper shot, which I really just enjoy uh, all around. That's what Jesse's known for. That's what Sith Little uh, of Lego Troopers, they bend here. so well. Like, if you get the right trooper, look at look how good his fucking knee joint bends, that asshole laying on the ground. Oh, yeah, dude. His, and these his things are assholes. I'll tell you what, man. I went out <laughs> Sunday and did an outside shoot because up here in the north climate change and the beauties of that we, we had like a, a 65 day out of nowhere there you go so it's like go. fuck it i'll get outside because you know obviously <laughs> can't light off fireworks in the house without pissing people off probably a good idea that you don't yeah do I, that, I didn't yeah. think it would it would go over go too over. well with the other people that live here yeah my wife and my daughter but <laughs> uh, so i go i go outside i'm like fuck it and i get outside and i can feel the wind and i'm like uh, i probably shouldn't do this shit but I'm like, no, you know, no, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. Plus some guy like wants me to record myself doing this shit. And he wants to kind of do like a little mini doc on it. So I was like, oh, I can get some footage for him. That's so, cool. So I'm That's setting cool. shit up and lo and behold, any, any toy photographer will relate to this. The wind starts picking up there. The first prop falls over. Oh, now that <laughs> figure falls over. Oh, there goes the fucking light. Okay, now that figure I just picked up fucking fell over again. Okay, I got them all s stood up. Now I'm going to go behind the camera. Gust of wind. Fuck, there goes that figure again. You <laughs> fucking motherfucker. Like, literally, it gets to the point where I want to take these things and, and twist them so fucking tight that I somehow Hulk rip their bodies in half. <laughs> just like twist it you know like you, you know how you can just keep twisting hard plastic over and over and over and over and eventually it'll either fracture or it'll just get so skinny you can literally pull it apart like oh yeah oh, i want to murder those fuckers and it was general kenobi oh you can't do that to gk general kenobi and i just dressed him in a new custom wired cape i was so proud of it i was like oh, i can pose <laughs> it and shit and the fucking cape was a bitch to put on because it was so little, and I had these fucking <laughs> sausage fingers, and fuck! Why do I like doing this shit? But anyways, people, if you like to shoot outside, and it's windy, save yourself an aneurysm, <laughs> and just take a rain check. Come back. There's better on things to do, or, or find somewhere where you're not in a fucking wind tunnel. Because apparently, my setup is in a a wind corridor for the neighborhood. Because I get <laughs> all the big fucking gusts. It was nuts, dude. I mean, it was nuts. You should just, if we ever see Heather again, just uh, remind me to to bring this Sunday up because it was a 
a disaster for me mentally. <laughs> I, I came I in see. like I was a fucking four-year-old. <laughs> and I, I acted that way for probably three hours, at least until I, I can, had enough drinks at watching the Super Bowl. I finally calmed down. I was I a can fucking how she, mess. <laughs> a mess. I was like, ah, Next. I fucking hate this hobby. Why do I fucking do it? It's a waste of time. I quit. I'm never fucking doing this shit again. <laughs> what a waste of my fucking time. I didn't get one goddamn good fucking shot either. I can't fucking pose. I hate this shit. <laughs> I mean, it was, it was such a, oh, woe is me. Wow, 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 wow. I'm such a fucking drama queen. Oh, yeah. All of these deals fucking with toys it. and getting them to, like, stand in, in even for me, rudimentary poses. Because I, <laughs> I, I'm not even doing the shit that a Sith load's doing here. I don't even yeah, fuck I mean, with that. I'm just trying to get the motherfucker. Literally, I was like, Kenobi, just fucking stand on your two <laughs> fucking feet, man. Oh, man. Nope, yeah, I mean, right on his fucking head again. Then you got to dust off his robe again. It's just like, dude, what am I doing? Sometimes the force isn't even strong enough to have you stand up under wind conditions like that. Uh, it's, just, it's, just, it's just a pain. This hobby is so fucking stressful, <laughs> man. I, I, <laughs> I, I managed to ruin every fucking thing I love. I do. Oh man! But you know Anyways. what? We we pass our love through to people like a Sith load of Lego for shots like this, and just I mean, now we know he is a multifaceted, multi-talented man. He can do yes. Legos. He can do Black Series. He can probably do Not real actual to photography. One line. Yes. So at a period Sith period load period of period uh, load. Lego load. Uh, on Instagram, the guy is, and I mean, like he's a massive account, um, and he just tells really good stories with his fucking shots, and it's really cool to see it done. And no matter this the series line, whether hey, it be do Legos, you, do or you have any sense of smell left at this point in time? I mean, I don't even know if I'm still speaking. There's okay. just ammonia <laughs> flowing well, just to in let my everyone brain. in. I think that, I don't know. If we mentioned this yet, but Nick is. <laughs> yeah, I think we did. Nick is essentially yeah. sitting in a cat box right now. Yeah, I know. My one of my cats. I don't know which one <laughs> peed on the floor, and the, the, literally, it's the same room where my computer. Yeah. Before in, we go on, he's like, "Man, it'd be great if hopefully it's a quick one tonight." I was like, "Hey, we'll it's see." It's not. Nope. <laughs> it's yeah. over two hours again. So I'm just like, oh, man, I bet Nick is literally hallucinating at this point. Yeah, I think that I see, like, lightsabers floating in front yeah, of my you eyes. you have to be having some sort <laughs> of a spirit walk moment because you can only huff so much ammonia before I think you start killing a lot of brain yeah. cells. So, I mean, if I come back next week with no recollection of oh, having yeah, done this just, podcast. We'll, <laughs> no, we'll have to do video because he'll just be drooling. Yeah, it's just... I, I will have like no... Basically, what you're doing is, is no better than huffing paint. Yeah, it's really bad. So <laughs> we'll see how this affects me in the long run, everybody. No, I'm sorry. I just, I'm having visuals of Nick sitting there right now, like spraying silver paint to a bag and huffing <laughs> it and be like, I'm good, guys. I'm good. I'm okay. I can, uh, we can finish the fuck. top five. All right. Sorry. <laughs> All right. So the final entry Cat in the top Nick. five. Before I can leave this room and breathe some semblance of fresh air is from at that Bantha milk on Instagram. Another previous top five entry. Oh, yeah. And, a, and, and one of the greatest handles in the community. Yeah. At that period, Bantha period milk. And it's another. It's, not, it's up there with shot. Tuscan milk bar. <laughs> There's a lot of good ones, dude. There's a lot of good ones. I mean. Um, but this is a really good shot again of a clone trooper to uh, 212th attack battalion trooper dressed in, you know, basically 
full recon gear, so he's yeah, got. It his... looks like he's wearing gator skin, man. I, love I was this gonna shit. say that. That looks like I was gonna say snake skin, but it could be gator. I don't know. That's some pimped out fucking. It's <laughs> awesome. You know, recon scout gear that he's whipping there. I mean, this. Yeah, is he not doesn't explain some... like if it's custom or. So. I'm assuming someone made this. I doubt this came with this clone, but uh, this is fucking. I mean, this is like a. It must be if we're watching a Clone Wars movie, but it was set like during Vietnam or something. Exactly. Yeah. And if you look at um, one of his recent shots, like one of uh, that Bantha Milk's recent shots, he's a, he's a, he's from Germany, and his most recent shot is of a German soldier, I believe, during uh, World War II. You know, like Circle World War II. It's very interesting. I'm not sure if it is World War II. I'm just guessing. Um, but I mean, he, he does kind of focus on like wartime photography and stuff like that. So, um, pretty fucking cool. And this shot in particular, he he literally, now that you brought up that shot, he literally has to explain that he's not glorifying Nazis. Oh yeah. Yes. This is historic education. Well, if he lives in Germany, I do not believe you're allowed to post a swastika or anything that. No. Yeah. It's against the law. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it should be. I mean, fucking A. But um, I mean, th- but that is that like this is his kind of specialty is the wartime photography, kind of like Jesse and yeah. No, th- this um, shot's fucking killer, man. It Four- is, dude. 1,400 likes on his own. That that's that's how dude, it should happen. I can just like seeing the shot, like I can almost like you said, picture the movie that this is in. Like this guy's like fucking creeping along an embankment. He's got his long rifle, and then he just fucking pulls it up, and he sees. Uh, whatever he sees fucking count dooku in his crosshairs and or something like that some cis agent that he's hunting down i mean the 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 i don't know if it's atmosphere aerosol in the background or if it's just like natural uh, smoke yeah it, it has used. to be or, or something similar for sure There's no doubt yeah, about it i mean just the like the 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 setting of the shot the posing of the shot the the, the feel of it overall i mean this is just really fucking gritty bad eye catchers no doubt about it yeah, so I mean, just really good work here by at that period Bantha period milk on Instagram, top notch job all around. Um, and that brings us to the end of the top five and the end of the show. Yeah, fucking a guys, as <laughs> as always, and gals, fantastic stuff. Keep it coming. You know what to do at this point in time. I mean, if you're not already in the circle of friends, or in in our case, I guess the circle of assholes, let's do it. There's always time for Star Wars time. So start tagging those shots, be it art, cosplay, tattoos. It doesn't matter. We love Star Wars art in any form. So on IG, hashtag Star Wars Time Show and tag at Star Wars Time Show. It's very easy. We want those hashtags, though. I love the hashtags. I want that number to grow and grow and grow and grow. Even you big boys, let's go. Start tagging us. Work more or less, does it? Come on. Tag. Pop a tags. Pop a peek and tag. You can tag. So tag away. Let's go, Black Series. People like you, that's who I'm talking to. Tag away. If you're already a friend, share it with another friend, another Star Wars friend, a Star Trek friend, an X-Men friend. It doesn't matter. They will like it. And what do you got to do when you're sharing it? Just tell them, StarWarsTime.net. That's all they need to know. That's where our content lives. That's where our hashtags live, our socials. Hell, you can even subscribe to this stupid-ass show on StarWarsTime.net. It's clear as day. Subscribe to podcast. Or just scroll up and down. The shit's in the sidebar. We just added Pandora to our family of networks. 
So at this point in time, there are zero excuses, zero excuses not to consume the Star Wars Time Show. Because remember, if you listen to the show, the Force will be with you. Always. (laughs) 